And what's her attitude? Right. Robert J. Ritchie. Mr. Ritchie, isn't it also true that you go by the name Kid Rock? Yes. American Badass? Yes. The Detroit Cowboy? Yes. The Devil Without a Cause? Yes. Kid Rock and Roll Jesus? That was an album title? Yes. Now, the reason you hit Tommy P at the MTV VMA Awards was because of, quote, lingering level of disrespect between you and Tommy, correct? Well, I'll tell you what happened. It was basically um, <clears throat> through my relationship with Pam, this ongoing thing went with Tommy. With I was helping raise his kids as well as my own single father. I was raising his kids, and there's a lot of really disrespectful stuff going on with his own kids that I was raising. I always turned to and tried to be the bigger guy for the kids. We had just gotten divorced. He was at a birthday party with um, their, their oldest son. So Pam's cell phone called me, started down off me, saying she'll always be with me, this, that, and the other, your piece of this, that. Got rooms, and I told him, uh, I texted him back on that phone and said, when I see you, message him. Uh, we then went to the MTV Awards. He's at the MTV Awards, whatever. He comes over and sits down and talks to me. Yes, it's back to start off. Punched him. Um, and that was the end of it. He eventually called me after that and says, no, I understand the whole ordeal. Let's let bygones be bygones. about just canceling the show tonight and possibly tonight? forever yeah. and and forever yeah well, what was the problem i felt like this has been going well i got some positive feedback on know. our new format I don't know. debut and blow uncut i don't know casey it's says just, we're not losing anything i just no more drops no more editing out all our pauses and ums and mouth noises he doesn't um, care he loves all this weird stuff at the bar he's probably getting half hard hearing um, you do that right now Marky Post died. Oh, shit. That was that chick from Night Court? Yeah. Christine oh. Sullivan from yeah. Night Court, yeah. Ugh. I didn't hear that. Guess I've kind of had a lot going on. How do you miss that? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just just now getting over the fact that Mac from Night Court died last month. Okay, oh, that was just last month, huh? Yeah, and July who, 11th. And, and who was Mac? He was the black dude that took care of Judge Harry's shit. Mm, so not Bull... No, he's still alive. And thank not Christ. John Larroquette. And John Larroquette's also alive. Okay. I'm worried, though. Yeah, I think those are what the if only one of them's characters next? I remember from Night Court. I could <sighs> see John Larroquette going. That guy doesn't seem like he was living a healthy life. And yeah. Bull, that guy was huge. People yeah. with enlarged hearts are constantly dying early. I think we should get together in Night Court Deadpool right now. He uh, voiced... Harry's going to live forever. He died in 2018. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bull, uh, bull voiced Harvey Dent and Two Face in Batman the you Animated gotta be Series. Me. Yeah, fucking yeah. double paychecks. He's cashing double yeah. paychecks on that thing. Yep, just like when uh, living the life, man. Fucking Billy D. Williams was upset when uh, you know, 
he didn't get paid to be Two-Face. Yeah, yeah, I could see being upset about that. Just yeah. showing up as Harvey Dent for two seconds in that Batman movie and then being right. like, well, I'm really going to start cashing some Billy D level checks on this sequel, though, so I'll, I'll put in the work now. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Christopher Walken? No, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, you're talking Max... They kind of put Max, Max Shrek, Shrek in there doing probably what like Two-Face would have been doing in a sequel originally, I, I would imagine. Yeah, it got edited. Uh, what was it? It was supposed to be Two-Face in that. And then they were like, eh. That that scumbag Tim Burton turning his back on Billy D. That racist Tim Burton. Yeah, he is. Let's let's cut to the chase here and say what it was. Yeah. This whitewashing all over the Batman mythos. Yeah. I want the original black Harvey Dent Two-Face like like he was supposed to be portrayed by Billy D. Williams. I don't want some new character. Just like how he recasted Beetlejuice as Michael Keaton and not that short black Mm -hmm. dude from the Howard Mm -hmm. Stern show. Yeah. Because he's a racist. Absolutely. Just whitewashing every property he touches. Oh, man. Like when he made Dark Shadows, that movie about black vampires. Yeah. I'm all white. Yeah. Cast Johnny Depp in it. Oh. Yeah. Dark Shadows and they're all white people. Sure, Tim Burton. Disgusting. Pee Wee Herman was so offended by Tim Burton's (laughs) racism that it cost him to beat off in public. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if the timelines match up on that, but in my mind. Well, he carried the racism with him for so long. In my mind, yeah. It just hurt him. It all makes perfect sense. He was a sensitive man. Don't you remember the ending music of his television show? I do. It was kind of wistful, but also pleasant. And yeah, he'd fly away on his little bike. Yeah. It's just kind of like. Great show. Kind of hoping that maybe there was something more. Great weird show. Warped a lot of young minds. All of them, really. Matt, I've had a couple more celebrities mm-hmm. uh, show up at my work in the last week. Oh, nice. Who did we? Uh, it's it's a celebrity hotspot. Who did you have last time? Well, last time there was a bunch of Lollapalooza talked... musicians. Oh, there were. I didn't understand who they were because oh, yeah. the young people knew them. And I, yeah, those I aren't didn't. real people. But then also Lance Bass showed up. That's so the I knew one you told was, me. So yeah. Like, Hell That's yeah. big. Like, fucking, That's I know that big. guy. Yeah. This 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 week, uh, who should who should come in? But Sven some famous drag queen oh. from uh, the TV, and you know, not RuPaul, and all and all of the uh, twenty twenty five year old or whatever servers were a flutter. Oh, they were super super excited! Turns out this drag queen's name was uh, uh, Shea Coulee. Well, that's very, very famous uh, drag queen. Did you say the TV. Dave Coulier? So that's the point of my story. Oh, okay. uh, as they were as excited trying to tell everybody this, whenever somebody new would come in, before they could, I would interject and be like, "Did you hear who's outside? Dave Coulier is in." The-. And they would get so no, that's not the name. And that, my friend, that's is not a bit. The name. That's a bit, sir. That's why we're great friends. Bit. I'm proud of you. I was milking it the entire time. Oh yeah. This, let's let's. Be, be real here. This beautiful, beautiful yeah. drag queen. I was, was gonna in say, there. how'd she look? I thought Naomi Campbell was in the bar. Is, wow. is, is how it looked. Wow. But then a, another day, uh, another celebrity came. In. This this one was early. I like nobody this. else was in there. Rolled up and sat right at the bar. So uh, had some face to face time there. Uh, celebrity was a friend of the show, Tom Rock. Oh he hell in. yeah! What what he did here was Ooh. dropped off. Uh oh. He dropped off a couple of presents for us here. Oh, this guy. What a we got, sweet boy. We got some boy. matching shirts here. Open open that up and take a look oh, at it there man. and see what's going on here. Wow. 
Good for the podcast. Good for the podcast and boys this, here. I'm just What's gonna, going I'm on? Just gonna yeah, rip. just rip open that bag right there. Yeah. And get into it. Uh, oh yeah. See, see what old old T Rock. Uh, we got we got oh, beautiful Point That's Break nice. shirt right there. Yeah. Got oh. black and white rendition beautiful. of the VHS cover. Oh, what, yeah. What's it say on there? It says the boys. Of summer, ah, which is what we've been calling what, ourselves for years now. Yeah, and it's it's summertime oh, right man. now. I like this. We're, we're gonna have to take the sleeves off of those oh, things, yeah. take them to the water park, probably hit on the local high nice. school girls. You oh, know, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, just uh, that hell like yeah. uh, sleeveless, but like also like speedos, and that's gonna hang yeah. down a little bit, so like you can right. barely see that we're wearing any bottoms. Yeah, exactly. Just striking up conversations with uh, the high school girls mm-hmm. working as lifeguards at the water park is something we're gonna make some time to do. Very I, soon. Uh, so. Tell you, what, I many, many thanks to Tom Rock. That, there. Oh, Tom Rock, thank you so much. That's an incredibly thoughtful gift. I love that a lot. Thank you. I, it would have been good. I was at the uh, the Six Flags Saturday. Oh God! I could have been just you cleaning up on, on on young girls Sounds with like that. A great you know? time. Oh yeah. It yeah. Would have been a nice outfit for the day. For oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, what's going on at the Six Flags? How are they doing post pandemic? Um, it looked t- 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 almost too busy. Are they still running the Iron Wolf? Let's oh. cut to the chase here. Are they still running the Iron Wolf? Good thing you're sitting down. I got some bad oh, news. Oh no! For what? You. What is it? Oh, oh, that that's been gone. For First, a while. I learned Harry from Night Court's oh, been dead yeah. for years. Yeah. Now, now I learned the Iron Wolf has been gone. The good this news. Is a devastating night for me. The good news is, uh, it's one of the one of their actual cool new rides is there. Ooh. I, and I like the Iron Ooh. Wolf. I'm not cool saying Iron rides. Wolf okay. wasn't. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying they've built a lot of clunkers over the years where oh, it's like... Boy, have they. And I played a lot of Roller Coaster Tycoon when I was oh, like 11 duh. years old. You so and Tom Skaronsky, I yeah. I would fucking know. Yeah, this, I get uh, on a roller coaster, I know pretty immediately it's going to be a clunker. It's They got... They've got Goliath there, which is a lot of fun. That sounds just yeah. That sounds fun. like a big roller coaster, probably. It's, it's a big old wooden coaster that has an actual loop in it. A wooden coaster is a classic. I a love a wooden classic. coaster with a loop. What's that other one? Uh, the American Eagle. Oh yeah, that, that old old one. That's still they, there. they still run that one backwards every once in a while. Yeah, it's, you uh, always got to show up the weekend. They're running that thing backwards. That's, 80, that's a treat. 81 or 84 is when American Eagle went up. Uh, oldest ride in the park. Pretty rickety. Pretty rickety at this point. Oldest ride in the park. Any guesses? Yeah, still still there. The longest line. No, no, no. Oh, it's not even American we're Eagle. we're doing Ric Flair lines. Well, yeah. But do you know what ride's the oldest run there? Uh, No, I've got no idea. Built the year the park opened in 76 by the Marriott wow, Corporation. 76. The Demon. The Demon. That's Demon. Uh, that's an old one. No one really rides that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on the Demon. I don't think I've ridden. Anytime I've gone there with a group of people, yeah. there's ever been a person who was like, "We got to hit the Demon before we leave." Um, it's mostly just like we got to get on fucking Batman the Ride. Cause yeah, Batman the Ride's fucking greatest I did that coaster twice. of all time. Yeah. Let's just keep on going on that one over and over again. Raging Bull's still good. Demon, a uh, couple couple of years back people got stuck upside down on that when i say a couple of years back uh-huh. and it's probably like 20 sure, 25 probably. years <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah that was 14 years ago matt that was that was not last summer your your timelines are all all Why? over the place what happened now i think what what did i say the iron wolf iron wolf i, yeah. I think that was 
the shitty one, right? No, it's Iron just, Wolf was the one you stood up in. Oh, okay. It had what, that commercial with the guys in business What was the one suits. that just knocks your head back that and forth was and my gives you concussion? Favorite, the Shockwave. The Shockwave. Okay, that one... <laughs> That one was terribly built. Oh, <laughs> the entire but it was time, so great. Just knocking your head back and so forth. It was so great. Full CTE coming off of that. There was, there was, well, you have had so many head wounds yeah. uh, over the course of the years. Just ancillary to that. I could see you being more used to it than other yeah, people. Yeah, getting knocked around that's makes me feel That's how concussions work, right? right? You get more used to them yeah, over time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's, that's what all those NFL scientists yeah. figured out. There was a loop in Shockwave, and I knew like if you jammed your head really far down oh, into the sure. corner, yeah, uh-huh. like into your chin, like your chin into your chest right. when you went through the loop. Like you have taco neck syndrome? Yeah. Okay, you, I'm seeing you, what's happening. You'd black out. Oh, cool. From the force. Cool, man. You yeah. just black it's right like out. like playing the choke game yeah. in, um, in, yep. in, in, in middle school, but yeah. it's just you and a roller coaster. Yeah. Menage a moi. That's, wow, I like what you did there. I think last time I went on that thing before it came down, because that mm-hmm. came down, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that's where yeah. Superman is now. I remember uh, a one local bartender crystal dilly was with me oh the, the dilbo wearing some earrings no you know, when she got off that thing she just had blood running down yeah. both sides of her head yeah. just knocked the shit out of her stabbed her over and over <sighs> again it's 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 amazing that thing stood for so long it's a deadly game and it's a deadly game here at hey, baby where? oil and blow well, and action extravaganza palooza uh-huh. shoot them up blow them up Plenty of boobies up pow, pow. this week. You know what I'm saying? Bounce, bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Not really any jiggling. Still not any jiggling this week. We'll have to call it baby oil and double D's yeah. this week, huh? Uh-huh. See what I did there? Baby <laughs> clever. oil and boobs. Baby oil and good Lord, those are huge fake tits. That's right. This is not bury the lead here, though. Let's tell the people who oh. we are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm one half of your host. I am... Matt O. Mm-hmm. With me, as always, he is me. the Roz to my bull. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everyone. And uh, if you've been following along, we are in the midst of our month of August, which uh, has seen us tapping into our feminine sides. Tapping into Trying chicks. to look things just from... Tapping chicks. Tapping chicks, trying to see things from the other perspective, mm-hmm. trying to make a more sensitive, more modern podcast here, because we've gotten some complaints that we can be a bit crass and sexist. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. it, but I'm not going to get mad at it. I'm just yeah. going to use this as a learning opportunity. Yeah. Maybe we can we can use this as a chance to grow. It's That's why we're watching chick flicks. Yeah, hell yeah, no, all fucking oh, month long. Oh. We're really enjoying it so far. Oh, don't don't make flicks, those noises. Like chick, chick flicks man. can be good movies too. I'm not watching now one. and again. We got or another one this, then, this this or whatever it's uh, week, called. and it's is that the one? With, I don't uh, care who plays a young Rosie I, O'Donnell. I was, I was gonna say that's that's the one with a young girl from Casper, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, five head. What was her name? Christina Ricci. She was in that one. I I, I remember in the VHS cover, and that's about it. No, we're not watching that. We're not watching My Girl or Buffalo Sixty Six. Let's get into the rundown of what we are watching Um, this week. The rundown is brought to us by uh, Una May's Freak Boutique. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's at. 1528 North Milwaukee Avenue there. Uh, that's where you're oh. going to get all of your black pleather fetish gear. Oh. If you get inspired by the podcast this week and want to go out and do some, shake. Yeah. Some, some cosplay, you want to... like just, it. Or you just want to roll around looking fucking hard like uh, yeah. the... The subject of our movie this week. We always encourage leather daddies. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you're a leather daddy, fucking... 
come hang out with us. Come down to the studio. Yeah, why not? Ride your motorcycle down here or something. We'll crack open some beers together. <laughs> Have your mom drive drop you That's off. That's probably more likely yeah, what's going to happen, yeah. It's okay. Your mom can stick around, too. Yeah. I got I'm fucking some that, wine mom. coolers probably yeah. somewhere. I could dig out somewhere. I got, I got something for that, Mom. The Rundown. This week is of 1996's Barb Wire. I'm sorry, what movie? Barb Wire. Wow, that's a big one. People have been asking us to do this one for a while. What, what kind a lot of, of us? Oh, I, I'm always talking to the people You're out there on the streets. Oh yeah, you got the be. people. You got taking un- yeah. <laughs> informal surveys, taking showers as soon as I get home because I can't stand being around them. This is a film that has a runtime of a very respectable, not asking too much nope. of you, 98 minutes. In and out. You're in and I out there. Yep. Yeah. And then in and out again after Ooh, you rest, maybe for a few yeah. minutes. We'll see. We'll see how the night goes. Yeah. Budget of this film, a very modest $9 million. I think they got a lot on the they screen. They did this all $9 no. million. Dollars. Are you yanking me, bro? That's what it said, but I'm just like, that doesn't seem possible. No. What about the other $25 million? Gross of this film, unfortunately. No matter what, million no matter what they spent, it was too much because this thing only brought in $3.8 million. Oh. All was said and oh. done. Not a lot of people went out there and saw the barbed wire, as it turns out. It was kind of a big deal, though. I mean, I think it was kind of a big deal just uh, uh, on all the cable TV shows we were watching at the time. Uh, they were running ads on it. So wrestling? They ran a lot of ads on it. Yeah, probably during wrestling professional wrestling. I Monday feel like, Night Raw made it seem like it was probably a big deal. I was going to say, I could see Raw or Nitro just running the shit out of those ads. Director of this film, Matt, I know mm-hmm. he's a favorite of yours. Uh, he's a man named David Hogan. Oh, yeah. You know him from directing a bunch of Shania Twain, Sheryl Crow, and Gin Blossoms videos. Oh, hey, Jealousy. Yeah, he, he's, mm. he's in there. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure this was his only feature film. Yeah. One and done. Another in and out is, is what happened here. Yeah. Sent him packing back to, back to the MTV. That's a shame. Probably closed up shop soon after that and stopped making music videos. I, I don't know what David... Uh, He's David still Hogan not making music days. videos for MTV? Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. MTV Classic? Or He's probably making music videos for them at this point. Because they don't do that anymore. Matt, let's get into the stars of this film. Maybe he's just like an editor on Ridiculousness. He could be. He I'd like that. Checks. Yeah. I don't know. We'll Come do on. Some, do a little more research. Rob Deirdrick, throw the guy up. Throw bone. the guy some money, you weird... 50-year-old billionaire who dresses like he's John Cena. Tiny teeth having... He does have weird Cincinnati native weirdo. It's like pre-Armageddon caps Ben Affleck mm-hmm. is what he's got going on mm-hmm. in that mouth of his. Yeah. Fucking, fucking old weirdo. He's take off, Ohio. Take off that baseball cap. You're on TV. Put on a suit. Look respectable. He is respectable. Stars of this film. Yeah. Number one. Pamela Anderson. Wow. In this film. 90s icon. Wow. Pamela Anderson as Barbara Barbwire Kopetsky. Yeah. Our, our titular character. Uh, <laughs> she is a nightclub owner slash mercenary? Uh-huh. Question mark. She's got a lot of stuff going on, this, this character, Barbwire. That's a big get. We remember her, of course, from being the voice of Erotica Jones and mm. Stanley Presents Ooh. Stripperella. Oh, yeah. Is that a Spike TV uh, production right there, <sighs> if I remember correctly? Yeah, it's right. another, another thing that got advertised on. Monday Night Raw quite a bit. It was sure. on after Ride with Funkmaster Flex. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good lead-in. Yeah. I wonder why that thing didn't last. 
We remember her, of course, from being the OG Tool Girl, mm. Lisa, on one of mm. our favorite shows, mm. Tool Time. One of our favorite TV shows, Tool Time. And we remember her, maybe most importantly, from playing herself in uh, the Pam and Tommy sex tape, where they Mm. invented an entire cottage industry of just celebrity sex tapes. Just like the last 25 years of just like D-level celebrities cashing in on doing that after they paved the way. My wife... Who else has created an entire economy? My wife was talking to me... My wife. My wife was talking to me about that film before I came over here. Okay, yeah. And I was like, you know, because I don't think she's seen it, but I, of course, saw it. Oh. Right right age, you know. I don't think I have. I think it's always been behind paywalls. I saw it. Back in the era when I would have been interested in looking to see where that thing was. Somebody had a copy of it somewhere, and I know I saw it. Uh, So you saw Space Hog's copy of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And she was asking about Tommy Lee's dick supposedly being huge, and it was like... I guess your older brother also probably paid for porn back in the day. It could could have been from him. And it was like, I I can't remember that... You know, Tommy Lee's hog, I just remember... Yeah, I think like, he infamously had a huge dick yeah. coming out of that thing. I remember that being the buzz. But I just remembered, like, man, that's really just Pam Anderson sucking yeah, Dean nobody, and getting drilled. Nobody was like, hey, did you see how small Pam Anderson's vag was coming right, out of that? Yeah, it was no. all... Just, no, it was Tommy Lee's fucking unit yeah. was going on. Maybe she's just little. But he was hog looking out there. And he's like 6'4 and lanky. Yeah, it could be. It's very positive. I choose... Wasn't impressed. I choose to believe that. So also not impressed. Yeah. I saw it. Fucking didn't look impressive to me. No. Jack Noseworthy is also in this film. Matt. Well, that's newsworthy. <laughs> He's playing Barb's uh, dumb blind brother, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, this guy I remember very, very well from being the lead character in MTV's Dead at 21. Oh. Which, speaking of hyped things, they fucking hyped this thing for like a year and a half, yeah. commercial-wise, I believe, being like, the first scripted dramatic series from MTV, yeah, Dead at 21. Yeah. This long-haired blonde guy finds out the government put a chip in his oh, brain. Oh, that's too bad. Now he's got six months before his brain blows up and he's dead at 21. I thought you were just talking about that movie, Dead Man on Campus. I was hyped as fuck for this thing. I was like 13. This was like 1994. This is coming out. I was like, this looks so this cyberpunk and cool. Fucking gonna love it. And then like they played it at like weird hours. They had like zero ratings. I don't even know if it made an entire season. Big disappointment. Yeah. Dead at twenty one. Yeah. If we're doing sitcoms and television shows, we uh-huh. have to mention then that Pamela Anderson was also in the hit series Stacked. Was that about her working at a library? Yep. With Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd? Oh yeah. Big what get. what era big was get. this? <sighs> He's cashing Pam Anderson checks. This sounds like something I want to check Probably. out. Probably. After barbed wire. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine so. Like a 98, she 99. into this. That sounds mm-hmm. like some Pamela Anderson holding on for dear life. Uh, I think it was on after right there. after that Fox Norm show. Ooh. Yeah. That's, what was I doing back in the day when I wasn't catching that one? Yeah, why weren't we watching an hour of Norm into Stacked? Jack Noseworthy also yeah. Randy in the movie Idle Hands. Randy! So he, had, he had a big 90s, pretty big 90s. That's why my wife knew who he was. Victoria Rowell is in this film as mm. Dr. Cora Devonshire, mm. some sort of scientist chick. Yeah. She played the character uh, Athletic Beauty Ooh. in Dumb and Dumber. 
which oh. I guess must have led to the line, yeah, he must work out, if I'm trying to uh, gauge who that would have been in the movie Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, probably just know. like a lingering shot of her butt probably happened. Yeah. Also, she was the character Joan Parker in Leonard Part 6. Oh. <laughs> Bill Cosby's big shot at being an action hero. Since he's, Maybe we'll have to cover that movie one, one day. He's innocent now, so we can... Maybe we'll finally get canceled by we can covering that him. movie. No, 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 no. He's innocent now. We can talk about him again. Also, she played the role of Girl in the Park in the oh. Boys to Men video on Bended Knee, oh. which I remember getting a lot of rotation oh, one summer nice. on the MTV. That's very nice. Xander Berkeley is mm-hmm. in this film. That Xander Berkeley. Chief Alexander Willis. Hell yeah. The crooked cop in charge of the Steel Harbor PD. Of course. He looks familiar. Of course. He looks familiar. He recently heaped a lot of praise on this guy as he was playing the true unheralded hero of Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Todd. The stepdad Todd. Hell yeah. Also, we happen to see him for a few minutes as Agent Gibbs in Air Force One, which makes him a Triple Crown winner. This guy snuck his way to being a baby on blow Triple Crown winner right here. Should have had my horn ready for when we do these rundowns here. We're getting more and more of these as we go on. Yeah. A personal favorite actor of mine, Steve Railsback, is in this film as Colonel Prizer. The evil military guy who wants to wipe out the other side of the second American Civil War with some sort of crazy bioweapon. Yeah. This guy played Cameron in the awesome Peter O'Toole movie, The Stuntman. Ooh. This guy played Colonel Thompson in the awesome Toby Hooper uh, alien invasion vampire movie, Life Force. Life Force. He was the main guy in Australian director Brian Trenchard Smith's cool-ass man-hunting man movie, Turkey Shoot. Mm-hmm. He had a great fucking career. I think we're seeing him for the first time here. Maybe we'll talk about him again someday. Hey, welcome. Matt, I know yeah. a guy that you like. Tamura Morrison is in this film. What's the time? Axel Hood. Barb's freedom fighting ex. You you know him and love him as Jake in your favorite movie, Once We're Warriors. What's the time? Hell yeah. Most people out there probably know him as being Boba Fett and all the new Star Wars stuff. Never heard of him. All the fucking nerds are into that Star Wars stuff these days. I prefer to remember him as Avin Sir in that terrible Green Lantern movie that Ryan Reynolds made personal favorite of mine right there that does not deserve a uh, uh no uh, if you're gonna do anything wait for uh this next one he he was a zello in the island of dr moreau one of the greatest film disasters of all time oh at least he was in barbed wire though this thing didn't turn out to be a disaster yeah no he had a couple hits on her spell. Andre Rosie Brown is in this film as Big Fatso. Oh, yeah. The leader of a junkyard gang. Yeah. We saw him as Cash's giant cellmate in Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah. He also played a prisoner on an episode of Frasier. Yes, he did. He also played a prisoner named Heavy G and the an completely awesome of... Jim Belushi, Charles oh. Grodin, two-hander, taking care of business. Ooh. This guy's playing a prisoner in a lot of fucking movies. He man. played a prisoner in an episode of Fresh Prince, I want to say, and he plays oh, a wow. heavy thug typecast. that uh, threatens Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse in an episode of uh, Full House. Well, this guy so. had fucking uh, the Hall of Fame level career right yeah, here. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of Hall of Famers right here, man, get, oh, get ready. Who's this? Udo Kier is in this movie as <gasps> Curly, Barb's Ooh. right-hand man at her sweet bar, The Hammerhead. Udo. We saw him as Ralphie and Johnny Mnemonic. That's true. We saw him as Dragonetti and Blade. You're not wrong. We got another Triple Crown winner right here. This shit keeps happening as we talk about more and more fucking movies. 
Uh, another another icon of film that yeah. I want to mention. Tiny Zeus Lister. Oh, is in this hell movie. yeah. As the bouncer, the bouncer yeah. at the bar, very briefly. Ten seconds. We saw him as Zeus in No Holds Barred we back did. before we were even an action movie podcast. And true. We talked about that shit. We saw him as Monday in the movie Extreme Prejudice during our Walter Hill month. Ooh. Also a triple crown winner right here. <laughs> Bound to be a future fucking Grand Slam champion when we get around to Meteor Man, I would imagine. Oh. It's, it's going to be a big day for him. Don't forget when we do our deep dive into the... Fifth or Sixth Element or whatever that movie's called. Oh, yeah, that could happen. That could happen. Which too. was, is that Fifth? It's it's the Sixth, sixth Sense. Element. Yeah. Fifth Element. Fifth, fifth, sixth, fifth Sense. I can never keep it straight. Clint Howard is another person who can never keep it straight. Uh-oh. No, I don't think he's gay. <laughs> oh, it's oh, not yeah, a thing no. I've ever heard about him. Yeah, no. He's in this movie he playing the character Schmitz, creepy-looking little Classic weird bald dude. Poonhound, that guy. <laughs> just completely different from every other character Clint Howard's ever played. Ron hates hanging out with him because he gets all the poon. Yeah, that's right. Clint. He's, he's, a, he's a real poonhound. He's about eye level with it, too, mm-hmm. so easy access. We saw him playing the character Slinky in uh, Tango and Cash. He was the in there. The second time we've talked to him, so when we get around to talking about Carnosaur, he's going to have his big triple crown. Oh, man, I can't wait. I, I can't it's wait. Gonna time. It's going to be good for him. Tagline of this movie, Matt. Uh-huh. You got any guesses? <sighs> Barb wire, her boobs are... Big. No, Don't call got... me babe. It's oh, a thing she says seventeen hundred yeah, times yeah. in this uh, movie, and it was yeah. all over the fucking trailers. From what I understand, all over the original Dark Horse comic books. Oh, okay. All over the covers of those things too. Yeah. Don't call her babe because there was apparently a uh, character out at the same time that was just a blonde, big boobied lady who was called Babe. So they're doing like an anti that marketing thing. Oh, apparently. I don't know much about mid-90s indie comics. I was reading the mainstream shit. I wrote, Put an I X-Men in front of me. I read a lot of Dark Horse. It's weird how many movies they had optioned. Yeah, somebody, like, why? somebody was doing some work yeah. back then. Whatever their front office was. We're going to do uh, that ultra-violent comic that you have the mask, except we're going to get Jim Carrey, and it's not going to have killing at all. That turned out to be hilarious, so good, good choice. Plot of this film, man. Uh-huh. Let's get into this. A sexy nightclub owner, Barb Wire, moonlights as a mercenary in Steel Harbor, one of the last free zones in the now fascist United States. When scientist Cora Devonshire oh. wanders into Barb's establishment, she gets roped into a top-secret government plot involving biological... Well, that's not exactly true. She was already involved in the plot, and that's yeah. why she comes... To- we'll get to that later. Soon, Barb is reunited with her oh. old flame, Axel Hood, who is now Cora's husband, spoiler alert, and oh. a guerrilla fighter, resulting in plenty of tense action. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like that plot. So yeah. I was just going there. Spoilers in it. Got some things wrong. I don't know. But yeah. it, it doesn't matter because we're here to straighten all these uh, inconsistencies out. In right. our next segment, it's a thing that we call bullet points. Rat a tat. Blah, 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 blah. This is when we go through our notes. This is when we talk about all the things that stand out to us as we're watching the film. Is that we've arranged into bullet points. Very, That's what very, we do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all. It's all A to B, Mm -hmm. 1 to 2. This this is all nice and organized. More like A to double D. Did it again. Dig into your your notes here and tell me, what was your first bullet point? 
Uh, well, first we always have to make note of okay. the uh, the uh, opening monologues. Oh, we we're love an getting story out of the way. Don't don't give us a first twenty minutes where we learn Mm-mm. about the story. Give us the first twenty seconds where we learn about yeah. the story. That's what I need. They let us know right away. We're in Steel Harbor, twenty seventeen, uh, shortly after the Second World War, uh, or so excuse me, Civil War. This is another thing I love when you watch a movie and you get a future apocalyptic mm-hmm. world that is now in the past because you've gone past where they projected the apocalypse was going to happen. Well, it's pretty good though. They were only off by like five or six years. You, I think pretty spot on. I, I there was a. Civil War going on in 2017. It was yeah. just way more boring and dumb than the one that happened yeah. in this movie, as it yeah. turns out. Just involved a lot of rednecks driving around in trucks, yeah. declaring themselves separate, and then not, not really getting anywhere with that. No. How about it, No, rednecks? in fact, they're still here. Put up or shut up, guys. Yeah. yeah, you're still here under these United States. What's the deal? Yeah. But you're... You know, your shirt's blaming everybody else is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we get the story out of the way like, hey, you know, yeah. there's freedom fighters right. and congressionals and, you know. We're in Steel Harbor, the last free city, which is another thing I love. Yeah. There's so many movies about the last, like, free zone, and unoccupied, and the rest of the... This is, I think our first podcast is a, as an action movie podcast, yeah. we had one of these. And that movie with the Ultimate Warrior, where he yeah, was right. fighting in the last free city in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world. free zone. It's always a good idea. The hell zone. Always sit your set your fucking movies into the last free city, which is of course going to be crime riddled, riddled and anarchic and and cool. Yeah, cool shit's going to be happening. Once we get that out of the way, we get to the real intro. Oh yeah, the opening credit sequence. Hell yeah! Which is done over some tasteful imagery. Very tasteful. Our star Pam Anderson wearing her first pleather outfit. Which is like a, a nice pleather dress with just pulled down so her tits are out. Yeah. It should, it should be clear here. Her tits are out yeah. over the opening credits Correct. already. And she's just being sprayed with a fire hose while like yeah. strobe lights go on. And her hair looks real stringy. Yeah. And my first note. Because she's being sprayed with a fire hose. My first note was uh, hard to believe she has hep. Oh yeah, was this the era where it came out that she had all that hepatitis, or was I think it a little came bit out after this. right after this? But right this is this. this is where oh. she got it. Okay, yeah, probably from this dirty fucking sewer water mm. they kept uh, recycling and splashing all around in here, or that dirty on? dick that fucked her on the boat that we saw. Could have been a thing not impressively big and also disease riddled. What were you hep. thinking, Pam Anderson? Oh. Worst decision than getting that barbed wire tattoo. Yeah, Which, know, once that again, cool. that, that barbed wire tattoo yeah. around her, her bicep. Yeah. Done for the movie or perfect choice because she had it for her to be in this movie? I don't remember. I think she had a tattoo first. Tattoo first? Yeah. I think so, too. I think that yeah. makes sense to me. Like, well, who's going to be barbed wire? Fucking Pam Anderson is barbed wire as far she as is. I'm concerned. Yeah. Also, I wrote one of my first notes is, her makeup is holding up extremely well, mm. considering she's just getting douched with a fire hose over let's, and over again here. Let's jump. So what what What's she using? Let's jump right into it right now, because okay. I have a feeling we're going to get through this story pretty quickly or not, because it's metal and, you know, messy. That's uh, true. It could go one of two ways. But as far as, like, bottle blonde, huge fake tits, uh-huh. is there anybody that did it hotter than her? Who um, like she has great like she was certainly giant fake tits. the A list one like back in the day nobody else like ever topped out her like 
Erica Oleniak yeah. was up there for a minute. Didn't reach Pam Anderson. Anna Nicole Smith, we saw what happened yeah. to her. She was she was trying to get there. Didn't fucking, didn't get there. There was a lot in this era. The bottled blonde, gigantic, fake tit. Gonna like, be the next big celebrity. I don't know what it is, but like even watching back now, like mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, oh, Pam Anderson doesn't do anything for me. And I was watching it and mm-hmm. it was like, no, there's still something hot about yeah, it. I don't know what it is. very hot. If anything, it's only the gigantic fake tits that I find off-putting. The rest yeah. of her is A-list. Prime, prime grade A meat. But yeah. this was just the era of these breast implants that were just, Everywhere. let's push it to the limit. Like, what? How, how big should we go? Let's go until they're perfectly round and don't move a centimeter no matter what you're doing yeah. and look like they're just about to burst through your skin in some yeah. sort of goddamn horror movie scenario. Yeah, but I'm still looking That's what looking she's got going on. I'm still looking. You're never going to look away, but I'm it's always looking. been a thing that I was more uncomfortable being around than attracted to. Yeah. I'm always looking for the scar. I'm always looking for the weird ridge. Yeah. They were like, oh, there's where that implant is. She moved a little bit, and you can see the ridge where that yeah. thing's shifting around in there. Yeah. Uh, the you don't need to go so big, ladies. I understand people want to give them a lift yeah. or fill them out a little bit. Sorry, you, you were... You don't got to the point where it looks like you're a fucking victim of some sort of weird science yeah. experiment. Sorry you grew up a dork in school. Yeah, it, you were a dork. Fucking uh, get a hot librarian look going or yeah, something. Or just sleep with other people's boyfriends like a normal unhealthy girl. Either way, age. as far as the bleach blonde bimbo look yeah. of the era was going, yeah, I agree. Pam Anderson, A1, number one. Yeah. Nobody beats her. Okay, now no, that we got that out Nobody way, beats her. We can move on to this. Yeah, story. so... Uh, not now that we've uh ran down the important things, mm-hmm. we should know there's a character just being disgusting and objectifying her here oh. while she's doing the stripping routine. He's a drunk man, a white man, hooting and hollering, telling her to take it off. Which yeah. apparently this movie cool. seems to say not like appropriate behavior to do in a strip club. Oh. He calls her babe. He makes the fatal mistake of calling her babe at one point. Mm-hmm. So she takes off her high heel shoes and stiletto throws it like a shuriken or something and fucking gets that stabs that stiletto right in his forehead. Oof. He's a dead man. Oof. She murders a man in public. This is, yeah. this is the last free zone. Who's going to do anything about it? Yeah, do something. I dare you. Don't call him. Don't call her babe. That's, idiot. That's the catchphrase. The tag you idiot. Yeah. It's like he didn't even read it. We learn, though, she's not just a stripper in this movie, Matt. No? She's actually here doing some espionage. Oh, okay. She, was, she posed as a stripper to get into this club because yeah. she's got some crazy stuff. She's on a mission. She blow darts the sleazy club owner, knocks him out. Who was in Paul, Mar- Paul Blart, too. Yeah, this guy I, I've seen a lot, but couldn't oh, replace yeah. what I'd seen him in. He's in a Paul Blart. He's, he's an ugly man, great he's character actor. Too. Yeah. There's, there's a Paul Blart, too? Yeah. Who's the stars in that one? Well, it's the same cast, mostly. But Kevin James doesn't come back, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. He came back for a Paul Blart, too? Yeah, he gets a real big... Uh, that is erased from my memory. He gets a real big casino security job in, out in, in Lost Wages. How do I not remember that at yeah. all? There's a there's a dwarf kiss band, cover band, in the okay, film. Okay, I'm probably going to watch that after we get done with this. That's yeah, pretty good. She steals uh, a young girl from him. So we learn that she's on some sort of mission to steal back a young girl. Yeah. Probably getting pimped and prostituted by these sleazy people. Yeah, one of them taken situations. Yeah, there's some, some, some action happens. We run. She breaks a window, delivers the awesome line, ever seen Batman? 
and then she pulls out a cool Batman grappling yeah. hook, and like they they fly through the air, all yeah. Batman like, because she's a superhero. She's a comic book superhero, just like Jay and Silent Bob did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This young girl's screaming and stuff, so she's like, "Shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch," and stuff yeah. like that. And you're like, "Whoa, Whoa. barbed wire's fucking tough as nails. She don't take no guff from nobody." Whoa, this isn't CJ from Baywatch. No, this is just this chick has an edge. Yeah, she's not kind-hearted CJ from the Baywatch. Hell yeah. Or as I like to call it, babe watch. (laughs) Turns out she meets up with some rich old people who like paid her to get their daughter out of this strip club or whatever. And uh, fucking, you know, uh, she she gets her payment, which the guy's like, oh, we have half the payment. She's like, not good enough. Give me your sweet sports car, bro. Yeah. And she peels the fuck out of there. Which is cool because that's like something Stallone would have done in a movie. And also this is cool because we love when you get like a... A mission at the beginning of these movies that establish yeah. the character but have nothing to do with the rest of the plot. I always love that in an action movie. And to be clear, we don't like missionary at the start of a no, film. We no, only like yeah. doggy Build at the, the start missionary. of a film, like oh. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. What was it? That's Marissa Sydney, Tomei. Sydney Lumet's last film ever before he died. He opens it with just Philip Seymour Hoffman railing Marissa Tomei from behind. Yeah. That was a bold choice. Fucking yeah. rest in peace. Classy. Uh, my question I had was this big yeah. scene was uh, she had to do the strip routine to pull all this off? Mm-hmm. She couldn't just show up and be like, uh, I'm wearing black pleather i'm the new stripper and then grab this girl and get out of there she had to wait around for a few hours until she was set to go on stage perform the entire strip routine and yeah, then deep a, ops. immediately after deep uh, ops then just arbitrarily uh blow dart the owner and take this girl out of there worked out in our favor i guess it did i guess it did and then after this, she starts her like gritty, growling narration over the film. Yeah. It's not like the opening narration we got, which was just some voice. Yeah. This is now her being like a noir detective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this turns into like some sort of neo-noir detective uh, yeah. movie suddenly. Where she's like, yeah. I'm barbed wire. I'm doing I'm stuff. Oh, yeah. We should probably uh, point it out. Uh-huh. Oh, what? Her acting's terrible in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an important uh, plot okay. point. Think anybody familiar with Baywatch <laughs> came yeah. and come into this expecting that? Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully that's not somebody you're something you're gonna dock this movie too many points from. Like the thing to think about is that all the scenes that made it in this movie were the scenes that didn't get cut. Mm-hmm. Wrap your head around that, yeah. you know. And you can see the cutting is uh, built very uh, deliberately around like making her only pull off things for a few seconds at a time, and then yeah. we cut to something else. That's yeah. that's how this movie was constructed. Next scene, we got some mad scientists that have a hot naked Asian chick like right? strapped to a table. She's got a bunch of like electrodes on her, but they're electrodes hilariously in the shape of a bikini. Yeah. They're only covering like her explicit areas. I love it. And they're shocking the shit out of her. Yeah. She's all sweaty and screaming. Everybody knows you want to get a chick to talk. You, yeah. You just electrocute the Give shit her an out of her. Electro bikini. Tits and her coos. Electrocute the shit out of her tits and her coos. Yeah. Uh, so they're trying to get some info out of her. They find out some chick is trying to get out of the country to Canada. Yeah, Cordy. Something about retinal implants. She needs to get retinal implants. Yeah. She uh, had plastic surgery. You're not even going to recognize what she looks like. Right after they dig all this info out of her, the Asian chick flatlines. This is all very intriguing. Yeah. This is where we meet Colonel Prizer, a.k.a. Steve Railsback. Mm-hmm. He's got slick-backed hair, which is always a good thing for a villain to have. It's a good thing. He's like a total badass. He's going to hunt these fucking people down. Mm-hmm. Also, he keeps throwing around the word citizen, mm. like it's some sort of slur in the future, which yeah. 
I don't know what that's all about. That doesn't get yeah. fleshed out, but good, because this isn't the sort of movie I want fleshing out its world, you know? Yeah. It's in and out. Just is, let us live is in is it. our tagline Just for this film. Just let us live in it. Just a little of the old in and out. Yeah, the old in and out. Barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, next scene, we got some cat and mouse games going on. The people who we learned are being hunted are Boba Fett and some black chick. They've, yup. They're, 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 they're getting a car. It's nighttime. They're speeding off. Yep. Meanwhile, there's a fucking cool bar. Thank you. Called the Hammerhead. It's real cool. Zeus is outside being a bouncer. Some goth chicks playing in a band, playing some cool fucking music. That's the hit band Die Cheerleader. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good name for a goth chick fronted band for sure. Everybody is in this bar. Seems to be some creepy future dude or like a just fucking flat out playboy playmate i think i think there was probably like 35 playboy playmates on scene to fill, fill out the extras in the scene right at here. least uh-huh udo kier we meet him for the first time yeah seems to be the maitre d of this this weird bar that's got a lot of different stuff going on yeah he's running the club and also uh running uh running a foul for old barbed wire when people mm-hmm. are like hey where's mm-hmm. barbed wire at and he's all like you're not ready for barbed wire. He's wearing a fucking tux. Oh, he looks great. But also great. there's like moshing going on here. Yeah. But also there's like tables where you get bottle service. Yeah. This bar has got like, not since the bar in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, have I seen a bar that just has every kind of different bar a bar can be all yeah. jammed into one weird space like yeah. the hammerhead here in barbed wire. He's got a cool cheekbone tattoo. Yeah, he does, which I, I never really got close enough in to see what it was or if it was anything important. I don't think it was anything tattoo under his eye real. Mm-hmm. And it just looked like a fucking smeared something with high def now. Sure. So yeah. so we, we're, 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 we're established as bar, and then we, we zone in on a blind dork sitting at the bar, yeah. some young, long-haired dork trying to hit on cocktail waitresses. We learned yeah. that he's Barb Wire's younger brother, so he's drinking for free. Charlie this is Wire. Her place. Yeah. Charlie Wire's fucking getting rejected by these cocktails, pathetically just sobbing into a glass of fucking whiskey right here because he, he got blinded in the war. Yeah. He's a real loser, man. Get a job or something. You're just going to fucking live off your sister's teeth the rest of your life? Come on, man. Have some Plenty self-respect of it. is what I'm thinking right Plenty here. Plenty of it. Uh, meanwhile, at this time, yeah, Boba Fett and Scientist Lady, their mm-hmm. getaway car gets ambushed by some cops mm-hmm. who just Sonny Corleone the fuck out of that thing. Yeah, they shot the shit shot out the of shit it. Shot the shit out of it. Yeah. Luckily, they were able to slip away before they got turned into uh, Swiss cheese because mm-hmm. it's like nighttime and there's a thunderstorm, so it's hard to see what's going on. Is also a thing that happens in pretty much every scene for the rest of this movie. Yeah, it's always nighttime and there's always a thunderstorm going on. Yeah. My next bullet point, Matt, is... Udo Kier has a wig now? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Barb's hanging out in her office, uh, wearing just a leather, like, one-piece bustier with also, like, a thong back and then some fishnets and a choker necklace, yeah. which is basically the best outfit a girl could wear ever, I think. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she looks really great. Everybody should dress like this. But Udo Kier, he, he was bald right in the first scene, I'm thinking at this point. Like, yeah. Because he's got a curly wig on now. And I'm he's like, got a curly wig He on. was bald in the first scene, right? Yeah. Like, why are just we not mentioning bald. why he has this wig on now? We're, we're just acting like it's not a thing. Um, I was very confused. It was so that they could establish that his name was Curly? His name was Curly. I, 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 
I guess. But then the rest of the movie, he never wears this wig again. Nate. And it's never mentioned. Nate. And we never learn why he was wearing it in this one scene. It's very confusing. Really felt like this should have been his. confusing, man. Should have been his first scene and not his second scene, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, At least add in some sort of quip about Curly. Why we call you Curly. Uh, Just like, oh, you're not trying to pull off that wig, are you? And then he takes it off like, oh, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. He's, He's wearing a wig for one scene and we're never told why it should have been barbed wire colon mistakes were made either way she's like uh i'm dressed up like a dominatrix i got a closet full of guns Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hop on my hog and go out into the night and do some cool shit fucking peace out bro and she takes his wig off does she take the wig off yeah okay because i think at that point i just was just like writing frantically in my notes like why does he have a wig on probably yeah i missed her taking that off she's like oh curly and says something great and then okay. just takes at least there's the off. fucking line yeah. um oh, next next scene uh boba fett and the chick are doing some cat and mouse shit down at the docks yeah some cops are looking for them but he like gets the jumps on them and snaps their necks mm-hmm. then they run off into the night mm-hmm. meanwhile barbed wire is posted up on the stoop of a building and Hell doing yeah. some more like 40s noir voiceover narration yeah. she's like sometimes being a bar owner doesn't pay the yeah. bills and I gotta uh-huh. pay the bills. She's gotta do some moonlighting to, yeah. to keep her bar open. Yeah. Matt, we had those establishing shots. This this bar was packed. She's a whore. This was a large space, just packed to the brim of people right. who all seem to be spending money. Right. She's really gotta be a prostitute to keep She's her bar a whore. open. It seems like a very, very success. I think John Taffer needs to get in here and figure out which of her bartenders. Well, we know that one's pouring all this free liquor to her blind brother Charlie. That's true. Who else is he not charging? That's fair. She shouldn't have to be doing prostitute and mm-hmm. she should th- this bar should be paying the bills, I feel like. You've got this nice woman uh-huh. prostituting herself to God knows who. Somebody's somebody's gotta come in there and say something. Shut it and robbed down now. But yeah, uh, she, she some gross, greasy, uh, overweight, bald guy is just like, oh, yeah. hey, babe. He's been in things. Uh-huh. And then she's like, yeah, man, you want to like fucking do some you wanna, paid for fucking or whatever? You want to like sex for money, bro? And he's like, let me see your fucking health card or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, this is a thing in the future. Prostitution's legal. I got my certified laminated card here. Ship, Says ship. that I'm healthy. Not no diseases. Feels... Very fucking relevant right now that uh, city bars are starting to make you show proof of vax to get inside of the yeah. thing. We're living in the barbed wire world. We're getting yeah. there. So they go up to uh, his apartment, mm. his gross apartment. <laughs> He's got, we learn, an armful of porno mags. That yeah. He, uh, yeah. Sets on his What's he bringing table. home? Groceries? No, yeah. that's a bag full of porno bag mags. Bag full of porno mags. Uh, and she, she immediately is just like, Go into the bathroom and slip into something more comfortable. I'm going to do some espionage shit. Yeah. I'm a mercenary. I'm here on a mission again. First you thought I was a stripper. No, it was a mission. Then you thought I was a prostitute. And another mission, as it turns out. Yeah. She uh, starts putting on fucking Google glasses. Mm. And she's That's looking right. through she's walls and shit. And she's like, oh, man. X-raying through all those walls. There's this Krebs guy whose name has been brought up 10 times, but you and I haven't even Krebs. talked about it once yeah, yet on account of never who know cares. Who he is, yeah. Never care who he is. Yeah. Was not paying any attention whenever William we were talking Krebs. about Krebs. So she's like, yep, there he is, just in the next apartment, just like I thought he would. Uh, let me line this wall with some plastique and then blow through it so yeah. I can go snatch and grab this guy. Yeah. Which is a cool move. 
Love fucking blowing through walls. Love anytime plastique shows up in an action movie. But before she can many do that, times, that was the coolest thing ever in the before, early nineties. Before she can do that, somebody else wants something blown. Oh yeah, the big fat guy yeah. comes out of the bathroom wearing a gimp suit and uh, went down to Una Mays. Uh-huh. Got got himself a gimp suit. Something nice. He's also yeah. carrying like a fucking frat boy fucking paddle, paddle, yeah. <laughs> an initiation paddle. So I guess this boy wants to get his big fat cheeks. Uh, fucking, it yeah. doesn't happen though. Barbed wire just takes the paddle and knocks him out, clocks him on the head with it. Yeah, she's she, she was willing to do the strip routine for no reason, but this time she's in a hurry. She's not just going to do the actual prostituting for no reason and then get on with her mission. Remember that episode of Jackass where Preston Lacey was with those dominatrixes and ever. they just kept spanking him and he wasn't having a very good time. There was a Jackass guy named Preston. Yeah, Preston Lacey. Yeah, he was imagine, the fat guy that used to chase around guys a wee man. Secretly just rich assholes. Yeah. Well, that he went to an Ivy League school. He probably did. Probably fucking did. But yeah, she goes and tries to snatch this guy, Kreb, but some guys dressed as 40s gangsters show up and she gets in a shootout with them. Is that what happened? Yeah, they had modern automatic weaponry, but were dressed like 40s gangsters for no fucking reason. I I don't know. Uh, I wrote here, the action isn't particularly good, but they're really good at editing in her in like action movie poses that look like they're straight off comic book covers. Like, oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Cause she like kicks the table over that's and breaks right. a leg off and does that real dramatic, yeah. like two guns, yeah, but one like slightly angled out kid, Sean Michaels, yeah. like a uh, crouch with like two guns yeah. coming out. There's a lot of, a lot of action uh, movie poses here right now. And again, we got to, we've been saying some negative things, but we need to point out, sure. She looks great in yeah, all these outfits. Yeah, super great. I think I wrote here, too, like, say what you will about those rock-hard titties, yeah. but that ass is looking like a 10 out of 10 yeah. in this thong-backed fucking, like, black canary bodysuit she's got on. Well, she keeps wearing, like, all these fucking Kim Kardashian waist cinchers. She sure so, does, like, Matt. She sure does. Her little Canadian ass is just popping scene to scene. Uh, another one of these goons, right when she's ready to leave, makes the fatal mistake of calling her babe. Oh, what she a doesn't dipshit. Like. So then she blows him away, and he like goes backwards, flying out of a three-story fucking window, which That's is cool. Right. I always love when that happens yeah. in movies. But then she stands in front of the window to look out, and like lightning crashes and strikes another comic book cover silhouette here. It's yeah. 90% of what this movie's about. You just imagine that yeah. it's, it's a flip book of comic book covers, and, 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 and you'll learn how to watch it. It's like if uh, Frank Miller had just let his movies be bad instead of trying to think that they yeah. weren't. Oh, Frank Miller, you're not actually talented. Yeah. Just just make them cheesy and schmaltzy, yeah. my man. Just make it like a barbed wire. Next scene, Clint Howard shows up. He's in a sleazy 90s suit, and he's trying to broker some deal. Turns out barbed wire was kidnapping Kreb for him for some reason that I don't care about. Uh, he was out on bail. She wants, she wants 20 grand in Canadian. He's trying to pay her in American. Nah, which I mean, we're shit. Not a good currency anymore because there's a civil war going on, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, she threatens to kill the hostage because Clint Howard brings out some goons and is like, how about we just beat the shit out of you? And she's like, well, how about I kill your fucking hostage? And there's a standoff. He's like, whoa. whoa we learn here, barbed wire's been around the block. Yeah. She's gritty. She's tough as nails. She's going to get her way. She does. She gets that 20 grand in loonies and then fucking peels out on her sweet, sweet motorcycle. Uh, there's also some sweet quip in here where he's like, it's been a pleasure. And she's like, if it was a pleasure, I'd charge more. 
then she like fucking peels out. Yeah, sex. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. Udo Kier is bald again. Is yeah. my next <laughs> bullet point. We're, we're back at the bar. We're back at the bar. Uh-huh. And uh, I my note here is that uh, Pam's tits are about a solid eight inches apart. In oh this yeah, scene. you could you could drive her motorcycle between those two things yeah. if if you if you wanted to if you had yeah. your druthers too. Yeah, she's 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 got mad decolletage going in the next one, yeah. and yeah, those things not touching. No, I've heard a thigh gap. She's got titty gap going on. Oh yeah, because they're just so rock hard and unmoving. Yeah. They it's are ridiculous. making their way for the armpit. Some nervous young soldier is like, oh, Barb, can I, I'm about to ship out to the war. Can, can I get a dance? And she's like, sure, fella. I'll, I'll have a dance with you. You seem like a fresh-faced young right. kid with a good heart. Good boy. Before, good boy. Before the kid can really get into this thing and start like putting some hands on places, uh, Police Chief Todd oh. storms the place. Starts checking people's IDs. It's not my police chief. That's Todd. And uh, we learn here that how the police check IDs is by scanning everybody's retinas. Yeah. That's why you need those counterfeit retina lenses that we were hearing about earlier. It's Uh the only way to get around a retinal scan so the cops don't know who you are. It's the only way, man. Uh, fucking Barb's like, oh, this again, police chief Todd. I know you're a fucking crooked sleazebag. Yeah. Let's, let's get into my no, office and broker a deal here. You need to get you out of here. You're disrupting my business. He follows her because he ain't no dummy and no, he likes right. poon. He's like, I, I'm get, probably going to see some titties if I go in there. Which he does because hilariously, for no reason, she just changes outfits yes. to talk to him. Yeah. She goes behind like one of those changing screens, but... Mm-hmm. Not one that uh, actually blocks anything. It's nope. completely, it's latticed and completely see-through. So yeah. both him and us see her naked again in the scene. Thankfully, as she, as she changes outfits for for zero fucking reason. She just seemingly puts on the same outfit that she had <laughs> it's like very two similar se- to the scenes ago or whatever. I, There's no reason for her to change uh, other than probably trying to avoid yeast infections. Imagine when everything you're wearing is pleather pants. You got to switch oh, them out every couple hours. Oh yeah, or, when it's going that yeah. far up it. Probably yeah. it's probably how what's going on. She here. probably just took it off to retell. Oh, could be. Yeah. yeah. Just, sorry. Got to gotta get some talc down yeah. on the old piss flaps down you here. You probably got to keep it bone dry down there to wear that I would that imagine shit. so. I would yeah. I'd definitely imagine so. So that's happening. Or just copious amounts of Vaseline yeah. to keep everything lubed. I don't Chief, know. Chief, One of the Chief Todd likes what he sees. Oh, so he like loves he's it. He's putting the moves on her. He's mm. trying to smooch on her neck. And she's like, <laughs> we've kind of got a... A relationship here where yeah. this goes back and forth. You push your boundaries. I push you back. We act coy. Yeah. I know that you're working both sides. You know that I'm working both sides. Maybe we fuck eventually. They feel like they had a... I think this is some of Barb's best work here when she's back and forth with Todd or Pam That's Anderson's. Fair. And I think they had a, a an easy chemistry, which is the first time I was thinking like... Should this have been a big fucking blockbuster action movie? Because these two seem like they've got a real nice built-in relationship. Mm -hmm. I think I'd watch these guys week after week just doing this over and over again about different stuff. Barbed Wire should have been a Spike TV, like a very low-budget Spike TV series, I think, in 1996. So you're saying instead of Stripperella Uh coming on after Ride with Funkmaster Flex, maybe Barbed Wire should have been on after Blade 
the series. Uh-huh. Or Witchblade. Uh, uh, Yancey? Yancey Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Two for barbed wire and Witchblade. You get yeah. some Yancey Butler and some Pam Anderson. I think if that was the case, this wouldn't be seen as a big, like, fucking box office bomb. You'd be seeing it as yeah. something they play late at night paired with Walker, Texas Ranger. Ooh. Reruns on fucking syndicated TV. Also, don't forget to check our show out in three weeks when we have Yancey Butler on, because mm. why not? Yeah, sure. I think you can. You at least do a call-in, I'm yeah. sure. Anyways, he's looking for info about these people who killed some cops down at the docks, snapping their necks, and she's like, I don't have any info. Get the fuck out of here, Todd. That's right. He's like, I'm looking for crabs. Next scene, Todd's back. He's dressed in his blues. He's at the Hammerhead Bar. It's a different yeah. different day because he's in a different outfit. Barb's all like, why are you dressed in your fucking uniform oh, like, a, like a loser? You you left out that scene after like she tries to make sure, out with sure, him. Whatever, or he tries to make out. It's one of the greatest lines in the movie. Oh, wow. Where he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'll be seeing you later, Miss Cap- or Barb Kapetsky. And he's, she goes, Barb Kopetsky died during Ms. the war. Miss Kopetsky died during the war. Yeah. I'm Barb Wire. Yeah, she's got a, she's got a, a tortured That's past cool, huh? for sure. That's cool. But yeah, she's like, why are you dressed like a dork in your cop uniform, Todd? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe because the Nazis are coming and they expect yeah. me to be in a uniform. And, oh, wait, here they are. I'm the meeting congressionals. Them. I'm meeting them at your bar. <laughs> this is... This is seemingly the only location in this city because it's this and abandoned factories are the only places we see. Yeah, pretty ever, much. Ever. So Rails back is like, oh, I brought my Nazis. Uh, how about you, me, and Barbed Wire sit at a table, yeah. pop some bottles, talk some of this shit out. Hey, Barb, I heard you were in the resistance back in the day. What Tell the us fuck about is that. all that about, man? Yeah. You still, you still probably tight with these resistance people? Why don't you tell me who they are? Where they are, where I can find them, what's going on with them. A lot of stuff I want to know. She's like, why don't you go screw, bro? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's cut to the chase. Uh, There's a girl I'm trying to find. This girl's a scientist. Yeah. Probably I need her to make a super weapon or something. I don't know. Think about it. You're going to want to cooperate with us. We're the Nazis. She's all like, I do what I want. I don't just whore myself out to Mm -hmm. anybody. Turns out uh, these guys, they just pay a little bit more attention and not be so yeah. worried about uh, interrogating innocent bar owners. Yeah. They could find out that the people they're hunting are in the same bar as they are right now at the exact same time. Yeah. They, because this is the only location in the entire city. Everybody is here always. I mean, they showed up right as they were asking about That's them. Right. Just look around when you Both talk. Fett and scientist girl are just like, we're here. We want to talk to barbed wire too. Everybody yep. wants to talk to barbed wire. He sees Charlie, the blind brother, and is like, Hey, man, it's me, your fucking New Zealander friend from back in the day. What's up? And he's like, I'm haunted and blind now, man. Uh, You don't know what I've been through. uh, Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Because if my cool big sister sees you, she's going to be fucking pissed, bro. And he realizes, like, oh, it's too late. She's fucking seen you already, Uh hasn't she? That's right. Because so, she stepped away because Udo Kier came up to the table when she was yeah. there with Prizer and Willis. It was like that thing you do when it's like yeah. a Tinder date and you're just yeah. like, all right, I'm going to text you something if the date's going bad yeah. and you like call me and say there's an emergency. This this is Udo Kier, I think, his number one job in this bar. Yeah. Anytime Barb is forced to talk to somebody, I, I just go interrupt it and drag her away. She heard fucking a, hates people, man. Heard a story the other day about a Tinder date. Guy Ooh. shows up... Uh, uh-huh. And the girl was just like, no. 
no, this isn't going to work. Right. Yeah. That's how they should no. all go. And she just That's left. how every single one should go. Yeah. It's why. Why sit through an awkward fucking yeah. hour if you're just immediately like, no way. Yeah. I don't think so. I like that straightforward. I, yeah, I give that chick props. That's yeah. that's how you handle your business. Guy didn't even lie with his pictures or nothing, but yeah. apparently, like when it was time to meet, all about she the was angles. just like, you know what? Mm. No. Yeah, so we learned that something happened between Barb and uh, old Boba Fett back in Seattle. Yeah. She's pissed about it, which hilariously she cold cocks him seven feet away from the Nazis who are hunting him. Right. <laughs> like, we see them in the background, and yes. they're not paying attention to any of the things that the, the woman they suspect has ties to the people they're looking for walks seven feet away and gets in a fist fight with, with the people they are looking for. That guy, for. right. This yeah. is a com- completely ridiculous scenario going on right here. Wild bar, man. Mm-hmm. So she's like, go screw. You screwed me in the past. I'm not going to help you. She's or like, this fucking... That's over Seattle. Scientist lady... Get her out of here. I'm hitting you. That's because of Seattle, she says. And we're all like, what? What happened in Seattle? What's Seattle? Were they like, did he talk her out of getting some fight. Starbucks like stock early on when they were going to IPO? And then no. fucking he actually bought a bunch. And she, she was all like, I'm thinking about getting even bigger implants. And he's like, maybe you should just get like more natural size. Oh, that, that son of a bitch. She was like, we're done. Uh, we learned that Charlie's not such a fucking bitter asshole after they get kicked out because he's waiting for them in the alley. He's like, yo, yo, I still talk to the resistance. I put on a front like I'm a old sad sack drunk, but I'm still in the good fight, man. Here's where you can go meet with them. I'm I'm rooting for you, guys. That's right. So then they go there and the leader of the resistance is just some basic bitch, Mm. calls herself Spike and has some like half-ass Joker makeup on and, and a weird robot voice for no reason. Yeah. She talks like she's got, like, one of those throat cancer things. Like Kane did. Except she doesn't have one of those throat cancer things. It's just what comes out of her mouth naturally. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're doing better with uh, throat cancer vocal cord reconstruction in the future. Yeah, yeah, you don't got to hold the thing up to your neck. No, you just, it's just right It's there, all right already. in there. It's all right in there. One time. But we learn there's a plane to Canada. We talk about Schmitz has the contact lenses. We know Schmitz is Clint Howard. Talking, talking, talking. I'm not paying any attention to this. Uh, Next scene. Krebs is dead. Yeah, the Nazis are blowing everybody away looking for Schmitz. They're also looking for Schmitz. Word is out that Schmitz has the, has the lenses. Everybody wants to know where the fucking lenses are. These must be some cool fucking lenses. Next scene. Prizer and the boys, mm. or his boys, show up at uh, Schmidt's place, or or fucking Clint Howard's place. Oh, okay, he's Schmidt's. Schmidt's. Schmidt's gay. Remember Schmitz that one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 90s SNL of the era. Beano. 90s SNL of the era. They were making waves. What a cast! I think I'm gonna like house sitting. <laughs> What do they do here? I think I missed this. I didn't, I didn't care about this part. They show up at Schmidt's place yeah. and they just kill his heavies. Kill everybody, yeah. yeah. Everybody's dead but Schmidt's. He's yeah. got no more goons. Yeah. Next scene, uh, Charlie shows up at the bar in the morning. I don't know, to open up or whatever. Yeah. Barb Wire's drunk on wild turkey. Hell yeah. Let's throw some. Oh. We, got, we got some here. Cheers to that. That's the She's bar. drained like three quarters of a bottle. She's just laying in one of her booths, fucking sipping it on some ice. It's a good way to be. Good, good, yeah. good, good way to start the day. I mean, she's just drinking regular wild turkey. She ain't drinking the 101 
But, you know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe in 2017, like maybe that's uh, all you can get. All you can get could mm-hmm. be, but but her drunkenness, uh, unfortunately, yeah. leads to some nom flashbacks. Is what happens. Oh God, there, where we we see what happened in Seattle, where they were choppering out and they were waiting for old Boba Fett to show up, and he never showed. And she They're was like, like, "We gotta wait for Boba Fett." And they were like, "It's too fucking hot here, bro. We're we're in the shit. It's too sticky. We gotta get out of here, barbed wire." Barb Kapetsky. Flashback, Seattle, 1992. If there's anything cooler... We talked about one of the coolest things ever, opening of Terminator 2, when Mm -hmm. we're we're seeing the future war in those scenes. Maybe the coolest scene in the movie ever. This one low-rent Civil War flashback scene is probably the cheapest-looking, most pathetic thing in this fucking movie. Could they have made her... Look any oh less like a soldier while wearing fatigues. Her hair is down. She's yeah. wearing pink lipstick. There's just a Baywatch babe with her hair down and pink lipstick in combat fatigues. Yeah. Pretending like she's like getting onto a chopper. She, uh, oh, it's all green screened and then like one tiny set. <laughs> it's, is that a Revenge of the Nerds real bad two where they're all wearing fatigues oh, at the end in of Nerds in Paradise? Yeah. Absolutely. They got to get off the, the deserted island. Is also... They find an old army cachet. Yeah. One of the hot chicks, we're talking uh, the chick from Melrose Place yeah. and uh, chairman of the board, Courtney Thorne Smith, yeah. also from yeah, spring, fucking summer, summer school. From she's, according to Jim. Yeah. A 90s legend. Yeah. Yeah, she had just she's like an olive fatigues. green uh, tank top tied off so you see her belly. Hers, yeah. hers looked more legit than what She Pam's looked way wearing, more legit yeah. than Pam Anderson, yeah. who looked ridiculous in this flashback. Yeah. No skin. She's not showing skin. No, we should, we should point that out. It's just, it was that bad. After her flashback's over, Schmidt shows up at the bar all in a panic, and he's like, oh, barbed wire, I got these lenses. I thought I was going to sell them to a guy, but it fell through, and now they're too hot. You killed all my guys. They're killing everybody. They're going to kill me. I just need to offload these things, barbed wire. I need your help, barbed wire. She's all like, nah, bro. This is what she's telling everybody, man. She's always like, piss off. Fucking get out of here. I don't think so. He wants a ticket to Canada. He'll trade him straight she's up. A real bitch. And she's like, sorry. I know I could get two million for those things, but I don't fucking care. Get out. Kind of lazy and a drunk. He doesn't get out, though, because first he goes into her kitchen mm-hmm. and, like, fucking hides them under the sink in the kitchen. He's just yeah. like, I'll leave these very expensive lenses here, and I, then I'll get out. They just kind of magnetize to this Yeah. I, I don't table. know why. I don't know why they're magnetic, but it happens. But it worked. We get another interrogation scene after this. Oh, the also, Nazis are looking into another person's brain. Charlie heard the magnetism of the Okay, lenses, I was going to say, because I didn't catch that, and later on yeah. when he randomly just has the things, yeah. I'm just like, has he just been like going around feeling under the, all the sinks in the place? Senses are heightened. Yeah, he's got the daredevil hearing. He's like, what was that? What on account of Seattle? Sound? I'm going to go p- probably pocket that. But uh, this guy who they're interrogating now isn't a hot Asian chick, so he's no. not naked in the torture bikini. Uh-uh. He's just like in some sort of like, I don't know, ice bath or something. Well, he's dead. Okay, I didn't catch who this yeah. guy was he or was, why they were interrogating him. He was one him, of the heavies they killed at he Smith's had. place. Yeah, I was just like, uh, uh, I've got things to do. I'm not paying attention to this. All I, all I clocked was that Railsback ends the scene by yelling, Find an excuse to search the hammerhead. 
So, so here's. So I knew what was happening. We're we're looking at barbed wire's place for the lenses. I can tell you real fast. They have a contraption where they put you in an ice bath and attach something to your brain. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan does yeah. that. He talks about right. it on his podcast all the time. And so they, you get cold shock right. proteins. It's supposed to yeah, add twenty years to your right. life, man. Really open up your mind too. Basically, this contraption shows you like their memories in the past forty-eight hours. And his memories are hey. Barbed wire's got the fucking lenses. Let's go to her bar. Willis sticks up for her, and he's like, well, you said yourself, you don't know if these are memories or dreams, and everybody dreams of barbed wire, so he's probably just a pervert. That's true. I dream about barbed wire all the time. He tried to be like, she doesn't, she doesn't have them. Willis is already sticking his neck out for her. Next scene, barbed wire's taking a bubble bath. Oh, yeah. Hilariously. Her, her bathtub is the only clear glass bathtub I've ever seen in my life so that we can see her naked body yeah. <laughs> under the bubbles. This is a great shot. This guy never got to make another movie. This is a great shot panning up from the floor, see-through fucking yeah. bathtub. We see her naked and then, then into a bubble bath scene. I've seen one other see-through tub. It was a really high-end mm. Airbnb that oh, I wow. saw on one of those that travel sounds, network things. Sounds yeah. bougie as hell, it was man. Cool. Yeah, it was. It was great. cool. This movie gets it. Either way, Boba Fett shows up to her bathroom. Yeah. And she like, pulls a gun on him. She's like, who the fuck's there? He's like, it's me, your ex-boyfriend. Ooh. We got some talking to do, bro. And uh, she rises out of the bathtub. And I don't know. How, who's doing the production on this to make the bubbles stick so just perfectly yeah. to all the spots? Like the There's boobies and the vag and everything? Yeah. What's the movie magic on that where they could get this bubble placement perfectly as she's stepping out of the bathtub here? It's I was very impressed by it. It's like the same. And also, how do I get that job? It's like the same bubble outfit that uh, old girls wearing at the end of Ghostbusters. Anybody in a bubble outfit in yeah. your movie? I'm watching your movie. Let's, yeah. let's put that on the table there. Yeah. She's acting all tough, like she's pissed to see him. But then, as soon as they get in an elevator together, she just starts. Yeah, she's wow, like, I want to fuck just you. Hot makeout session. She's fucking. I want to fuck Tongue you, dude. They're taking the elevator down to her office where scientist lady is. Cora D. And she's like, what's up? What are you guys doing making out? And he's like, oh, by the way, scientist lady is also record scratch. My wife. Sorp. What? So I wrote that this A, what a twist. Wow. Yeah. yeah, B, yeah. The wife didn't seem annoyed at all no. that his her husband was making out with Pam Anderson wearing only a bath towel yeah. when when coming down through an elevator. I would have been a, a little bit more questioning and maybe upset about what was going on if I was there. She brushes past it real quick. Yeah, she knows Django fucks. Yeah, I guess so. Django. Django's into some shit. He never fucks. said this is going to be a monogamous fucking no, marriage. No, He put that on the table real early. He's poly. All the kids are these uh-huh, days. Uh-huh. Keep it open, they say. Uh, so she's like, hey, I used to be a scientist, but then I found out they were using my fucking, my research to make a HIV bioweapon called Red Ribbon. Yeah, and then super I infected. Now I want to go to the Canadian government and tell them what the cure is. So you got to help me, bro. We got to save the world together. Yeah. Cure was a cool band from the 80s mm-hmm. with Robert Smith. That's yeah, what she's going to tell them. It's one of my, one yeah. of my jukebox go-tos. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, so, yeah, they need the lenses. They need to get to Canada. And barbed wire is like, fucking, uh, probably I'm going to tell you to go spit. Yeah. But before she can, Nazis storm. She's like, I don't take no sides no more. Yeah. Nazis just storm the bar. Right There's a million there. of them. Yeah. Uh, 
Charlie's the only one sitting alone at the bar. When they break in, and I'm like, oh shit, I bet Charlie gets blown away in this scene. Yeah. Give Barb some more motivation, and then they like leave through the roof or something. That's not how it goes. No, not at all. Went in a different direction than Interesting I was Interesting scene. She's like, oh shit, this place is full of the Nazis that are hunting you down. Uh, give me three minutes and then come downstairs. Yeah. I was like, Barb, I don't think you have three minutes. Yeah. Your, your bar's full of Nazis. They've, right. come, they've come to kill everyone. And look for the lenses. Also, they only decide to wait about 30 seconds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Also, hilariously, when she says, like, wait three minutes, and then she leaves, she flashes them her nude body for a second as she's leaving right. the room, like, opens her towel. Right. As, like, a weird power move, I think is yeah. what it was. Like, oh, yeah. Just it so totally you remember, yeah. look what I'm working with. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm not sweating it either, scientist lady. Yeah. Like, you got your brain. I got my huge brain. Boobs. That's right. Yeah. And tiny little waist. Tiny. So yeah, she goes down and is like, hey, Nazi bros, what's up? Uh, I'm going to try to talk my way out of this shit. And they're like, the hell you are, barbed wire. Yeah. We fucking come here to toss this whole place. We know you're hiding those contact lenses. So those idiot cons wait like 30 seconds. They go try to walk out all casual and fucking rails back. is like, who the fuck are these people, barbed wire? Are they maybe the... Fucking people I'm looking for, this what this entire manhunt's about? And she's just like These are not the droids. No, they're not. For. And he's like, Maybe they are. Why don't we retinal scan them? This is a tense moment. Like, they don't have the lenses yet. She's gonna get retinal scanned. They're gonna see right through her plastic surgery and know that she's fucking scientist Devonshire. She's all like, Bro, I told you sometimes I just like to go to the harbor for a good menage. That's right. She she picked up some fucking gutter trash, this is what she's telling these yeah. people. And when they try to retinal scan her, Charlie's got some little handheld thing. What? That, like, fritzes out the machine. So then Railsback's just like, uh, I guess the machine's broke. Let these people go, whatever. Oh, why do you know like, about what? that? You're such a lowlife. What? It's probably some kind of signal jammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie's a real fucking lowlife. But also Railsback, not very good Nazi police in here. Where he no, just, yeah. The, the machine fritzes out, so he lets these people who very well could be the two people he's looking for go randomly. They're too enamored Bad by... Bad police work here, man. Barb's tits. Yeah, they're not too enamored with him to not completely destroy her bar, because that's what they do here. He's like, toss the place. They're smashing every fucking piece of glass in this thing. Barb's Sledgehammer tits through the and tables. bar deserved better. Fucking destroy this entire bar. They rip the fucking yeah. place apart looking for these lenses. Did you, like, just get upset seeing a bar get torn apart? I really did. I was like... Is that something is a, we need to talk to someone about? multi-million dollar complex. Like, I, I could make a m lot of money out of that bar. Right? Just like, I'm just like, oh, right oh, we this could, is a... We could churn so much this fucking is a money usable out of this space. place. Oh. I just kept thinking about how we need to open Living Dead Girls yeah, while I watched uh -huh. every scene in the Hammerhead. Yeah, just like, oh, when are we finally going to find that yeah. uh, money mark investor who's going to give us the Skrilla to open up our yeah. all-alternative girl strip club, Living Dead Girls? It's not going to cost much. We'll, also, we'll do it on the cheap. We'll cut every corner we can when we're opening this place. Also, we know that this podcast has gone nationwide, so you folks in other mm. cities and states... I'm let bad. us please let I'm us know nationwide. Oh hell yeah! You like, you like that song? <laughs> yeah, Dusty Gibbons. He just uh, let us know. R.I.P. Please let us know Came if there's in the a chick from Night Court. Oh hell yeah, Marky Post. Let us know if there's a photon for sale in your town. I could trick a photon yeah. out into a fucking strip club with just a weekend. Into a living some dead like girls. Fucking, oh. 
electrical tape, right. fucking hammer and nails. No, no problem. We got Space Hog. He'll take care of the logistics. Oh, yeah. He'll build all that stuff. General contractor He's autistic Space about all that stuff. Oh, yeah. No fucking problem. He's got a taste of the downs. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, after the Nazis leave, Charlie's like, hey, were they looking for these lenses? The ones I heard get clinked under the sink and have pocketed this whole time? Whoa, I'm tricky. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, uh, Boba Fett and Scientist Girl, they need our help. We used to be part of the resistance. We got to get them those lenses and get them out of here. Barbar's like, no, I'm fucking haunted from my past. I put up Bro, a, a walls. I don't want to feel emotions anymore. I know you got your. I don't believe in things. I know you got your eyes exploded in Only the war, Charlie. One, man. But I lost my love That's because right. yeah. you just decided to go on a mission sure. and not come home you with me. You took a smart grenade to the face, which blew your head open and you lost your vision permanently. I was sad because my boyfriend didn't show up in time. Yeah. So we're not helping him, man. Not that he didn't show up in time. He was just like, I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to keep fighting the war we're supposed to be fighting. Uh-huh. And she's mad at him about that, so I guess. So she's like, uh, fuck those people. I'm going to go to the junkyard and strike a deal yeah, with, with the character fat Albert. Big Fatso. And the Fat Albert And gang. his junkyard gang. Yeah. So Big Fatso is a gigantic boom, man. Boom, boom, lives in the boom, junkyard. Boom. Has a gang who drives him around in a bulldozer. He just like sits in the front of a bulldozer, which is fucking awesome. He's eating a giant turkey leg when he meets with barbed wire, which is fucking awesome. She throws him a greasy bag of donuts as like a, nice. an offering, which is also pretty fucking awesome. Know your audience. A lot of cool stuff She's going on She's not an idiot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fatso's like, listen, you want a deal, we can deal, but... I got Schmitz dead in a mini fridge right here. Yeah. So I just want you to know that I don't fuck around, man, is what happens. Barb's like, look, I got the lenses. I'll give them to you. But I want like a million dollars safe passage through the fucking like dead zone or whatever to the airport so I can get to Canada for me and my blind brother, Charlie. Yeah. And he's like, no, half a million, bro. That's fucking hairy there in the dead zone or whatever. It's unpredictable. And she's like, unpredictable. All right, let's go three quarter of a million. And they're like, deal. Deal. We, we fucking struck a deal here. We're two professionals. Hell yeah. Charlie's a fucking idiot is yeah. my next bullet point. Yeah. Oh, blind Charlie. He, he pulls a real boner here, Matt. He does indeed. He goes looking for the resistance people. His, his, old, his old pal Spike. Yeah. And he's like, huh, it's all quiet here. I'm smelling rotting corpses. It seems like I'm surrounded by rotting corpses here at the resistance fucking... Uh, their, their hangout. Uh, yeah. Let me just call out into the distance. Hey, Spike, Spike in the resistance, are you here? Uh, some, Dave's not here, man. Yeah, some voice he never uh, has heard before is like, uh, no, she's not here. And he's like, uh, but I'm here to meet with Spike of the resistance to tell her where the lenses are because yeah. I know where the lenses are. Yeah. Voice I don't recognize and I've never heard. <laughs> I go to night school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Christ. then he's like, uh, idiot, we're the Nazis. You just told us you know everything. Here's your friend Spike. We hung her. Uh, do your weird blind thing where you touch your face. Yeah, skin's cold. That's a dead body. Yeah. Also, now we're going to tie you up and torture you to figure out where the lenses are. You blew it, man. You're you're the worst fucking yeah. resistance fighter ever. You blew it. You're not ever going to be in peace. our gang if we're ever doing a bank robbery. You blew it. When we pull off our baby oil and blow heat style bank robbery, he's not in. Noseworthy, he's not in the crew. I'll tell you that much. At all. He's not going to be our Wayne Grove. I'll drink with him later. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so 
Charlie refuses to give up shit, even under electric torture, and he dies smoking and charred while while cackling like yeah. the Joker while he's being electrified. Yeah, it's a cool scene. It's a cool scene. I don't buy it though. You get tortured, you crack. This guy's yeah. this guy's coughing up all the info in real life. He lost his this is some comic book movie bullshit. He right lost here. his retinas and he lost his ability to crack. Mm-hmm. Next scene, Barb Wire shows up at the bar and she's like, "Yo, Curly, the bar is yours, man. Uh, I'm skipping town. The, you, I'm gonna bequeath it to you. Uh, I gotta grab some stuff." including my armored A-team wagon. My war wagon. Which I have going on here. I got a war wagon. Uh-huh, I'm taking it uh-huh. with. And she's like, uh, where's Charlie at? He's got to go with me too. Yeah. And Curly's like, oh, oh, Charlie, yeah, he'll probably be right back. He just had to go do a secret meeting with Spike of the Resistance for a second, and then and then he'll be back. She's like, Spike from Buffy? That guy's a oh, vampire. No, oh, wait, no, the, the Resistance? Yeah, oh, so, they're bad, too. Yeah, I think he's probably dead. I think he's probably going to be dead because the Nazis know all yeah, about him. Was. Yeah, he she was. goes to the hideout and finds him crucified up on some fucking chain link fence yep. like Raven in ECW when he got the chair shot heard around the world from Tommy Dreamer. Poor guy. That's exactly what it looked like. He had that bad back, uh, Dreamer. Mm. Oh, God, for years. Uh, Also, Boba Fett and Scientist Girl show up and find her crying over fucking Charlie's body. And they're like, remember how you told us to piss up a rope? Uh, Now they killed your brother. How about you help us fucking get on that plane and get out of here? How about you do it for Charlie? Yeah. Huh, you dumb bitch? Like, fucking, have we gotten through to you now? This is about something bigger than you, barbed wire. She's like, I'm going to help you, but we're going to go kill a lot of people Mm -hmm. first. Yeah, she stands up, does a big damned hero pose, and is like, let's fucking go, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we get a cool gearing up montage, a lot of close-up shots of her strapping weapons to her body. And titties. And and titties also, yeah. yeah, She gets in her 18 van, she's got all her weapons, we're about to do a big action finale. You got to. They all climb in the 18 van. They get to the unoccupied zone, and Fatso's yeah. little fucking, uh, he's got, he's, he's got a roadblock here. They got the toll. They got to go pay the toll. This fucking Boba Fett's like, what the fuck's going on here? You're, you got to deal with this guy? You're going to give him the lenses? I thought you were giving us the lenses. We need those lenses, man. She's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm about to make some money. And fucking Fatso's like, no, you're not, because I double-crossed. You're double-crossed. What? I told the Nazis about you. They gave me a million dollars for each of you. Also, I get to keep the lenses. Fucking also, like, this whack credit card I was going to give you. I'm going to keep that, too. That's seven fifty. dollars Y'all are going to die. Y'all are going to die. Fucking Big Fatso, he's he's won the day. Big Fatso's pretty cool. Yeah. So, fucking Railsback shows up, and he's like, we got you now, barbed wire. Hey, uh, Chief Todd, uh, my, my new lackey, why don't you go arrest her? Chief Todd's like... She oh, lets totally, me bro. see her big fake tits every once in a while. I appreciate that about her. I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to ruin that. I'm going to help her out. Yeah. So when he goes to handcuff her, he secretly, instead of handcuff her, just puts a fucking grenade in puts her hands. Puts his dick in, his, dick then, in her oh, hand she, first. I, I, I was, was going like, to say, I bet he was brushing it up yeah, against like, her like uh, while he was doing this. Like, uh, I'm going to help you uh, out, but I'm going oh, to uh, get something out of it over uh, here. Uh, is what's going to happen. Barbed wire's like, look, motherfuckers, Grenade! Yeah. Tosses that shit up in the air. The Nazis all scatter like cockroaches. I like how Chief Willis, Chief Todd, is like, mm-hmm. oh shit, she's got a grenade. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Crazy. Chief Todd's cool. What's also cool is the grenade comes down and lands right in Big Fatso's fucking lap. Yeah. And then it explodes his big fat ass right up in the uh, fucking front part of that bulldozer. Yeah. 
I imagine this a lot being a lot like that viral video of the people who dynamite that beached whale. You ever seen that thing? It's been, this is like one of the oldest like uh, internet no. viral videos. There's just a dead beached whale, and they're like, how do we get rid of this thing? It's like fucking 8,000 pounds or whatever. Let's dynamite it. Why would they do that? The explosion's just way too big, and then just like sizzling whale blubber just rain, rains down for like Why 300 yards in all directions on everybody. Why would you do that? I imagine that that's what happens here when Big Fatso gets grenaded. Oh, absolutely. We don't see enough of it. I wanted them to make more of him getting exploded. I wanted it to be much more of a gross-out scene. Oh, that's what happens when you like, got a $9 million budget. Uh-huh. You got to uh-huh. make cut somewhere. That's, you got to. As I painful guess so. as yeah, it is. It's very painful. So they all hop back into the A-Team van, and they're just like, let's get the fuck out of here. We got to get to this airport. We got to fucking get to Canada, dude. Hey, we haven't really had a chase yet in this movie. No, but now we got one. Fucking Barb's like, Boba, take over fucking driving the van. I'm going to hop on my motorcycle and fucking drive it out the back of this van and just cause some chaos. It'll look really cool. Some motorcycle chaos. It looks pretty cool. Boba Fett uses the rockets on the van to explode his way through the barricade into where the airport is. They were for an emergency. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It explodes the big Winnebago that's blocking the road. Lots of shooting. Even, Lots of explosions. Yeah, he he doesn't get all the way through the explosions, though, because he, he ends up flipping the van, A-team van. What an idiot. Rails back is behind him in his own armored car. That fucking slams into the back of their armored car. Both of them, like, explode. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, everyone in this movie's dead except for barbed wire. No, it turns out they're all... No, alive. they all just yeah. climb out of the exploded armored cars and then get into a shootout with each other. Barbed wire is just, like, ramping over flame pits and machine gunning guys right. just willy-nilly for no reason, yeah. which is fucking awesome. She's doing great. Lots of running and shooting and people climbing metal staircases happening for a while. Eventually, Barbed Wire uh, gets attacked by Railsback, who's on a forklift. He, like, stabs her fucking motorcycle, then stabs it into a parked car, and she's all trapped. And he's just, like, she's driving like, my around legs with caught. her. I'm not hurt at all by this, but my leg's just caught. At the same time, fucking Boba Fett's fought all the way up to the top of a big crane thing. Yeah, out, another of, out guy. of seemingly nowhere. And they have, like, a big, like... What should have been like a big underboss fight, and he yeah. throws the guy off, and I'm like, we haven't seen the, like they make a big deal. Him and this guy fight all the way to the top, and then have yeah. a, a duel where the guy, Nazi gets kicked off. And but I have no idea death. who that guy was. Yeah, we need one or two scenes establishing this guy is like yeah. second command tough underboss yeah. to make this sequence fucking mean something. A big finale. Don't let you got to video game this shit. Don't let Prizer interrogate people. No, let Prizer oversee the questioning of the interrogation. To be the Mister Joshua. Yeah. Of the fucking movie, yeah. and then this fight Mr. scene would have meant something. Mr. Joshua. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, I'm Mr. Joshua. Uh, rails back. I'm going to fight you on top of a crane. Barb, all, all, all sorts Mr. of, in a bad way. And yeah. He's like got her trapped, and he's got a gun. He's going to shoot her with the gun. She can't move. Mm-mm. But, but uh, old uh, fucking New Zealander guy, fucking only was fucking Tamura, Tamura Morrison, Boba yeah. Fett. What's the time? He's kicked the Nazi off the crane, so then he yeah. co-ops the crane, and then he uses it to hook the top of the forklift, and then he pulls the forklift hundreds of feet in the air. Fucking rails back's freaking out. Yeah, he didn't think about it. Barbed wire well gets loose, and then she's like, I'm going to fucking fight you on this forklift hundreds of feet in the air. That's what's going on. This is where a lot of this movie's budget is just like... yeah. Just burning, just burning away. We're burning just burning up. money filming all this stuff right here. By the minute. Barb Wire, your eyes are bigger than your tummy. You're not going to get all this money back in box office receipts. What are you thinking? It's This is one of those scenes where it's uh, little kids playing G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
ooh, this would be a really cool thing to happen right here. Right, yeah. And so you make your G.I. Joe's fight to the death, and then you're like, well, that was fun. Oh, wait, there's another fight up uh, here. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. shit. Up on top of the dresser, there's oh, also there's a something fifth going fight on. fight here. Oh, yeah. Also, before uh, Railsback was going to pull the trigger and then he got hooked in forklift, I wrote he, uh, down the line, he says, which I thought was weird. He says, uh, normally I don't get emotional about my work, but vaporizing your springy ass is going to be a real pleasure. <laughs> your springy Canadian What tush. the fuck's a springy ass? Nobody's ever described a, an ass as being springy before. Bouncy, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Weird line right there. Could have th- Think of a hundred other adjectives used to describe her ass. He picks up springy. Yeah. That's what he was into. So yeah, they're fighting in the air. Railsback thinks he's got the fight one at one point, and he gives the terrible, terrible line. This is just like my favorite song. I, I got, got you, you, babe. babe. Oh, oh, fucking people throw around the word cringe about everything these days. Yeah. It's lost all meaning. Oh, this this is a real cringe-worthy line right here. Hey, Nate. Uh-huh. Nobody ever told Prizer. Uh-huh. Don't call barbed wire. That's right. Babe. She gets one last chance to deliver a catchphrase. Don't call me babe. He sh- he doesn't have the drop on her. She's got the drop on him. She, she grabs the a, hook. Grabs the hook. Pushes the button. Unhooks the forklift. It goes dropping to the ground. She's safe dangling from the hook. That's right. Fucking rails back, screams, hits the ground, explodes into a big, fiery, crazy death. Yeah, they really dropped a thing to explode mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. So we've been building up to everything through throughout this entire movie to get to the airport. Here we are at the airport where we're doing the exact same fucking ending of Casablanca, mm-hmm. word for word, mm-hmm. which is an insane thing for such a schlocky movie to pull off here to just rip off wholesale, beat for beat, the probably most iconic ending sequence of mm-hmm. a very respected movie, classic film ever, right here. It's, a, it's, a, a, it's full on if Wayne's World 3 happened too. and then they did the Casablanca ending. Yeah. She reveals that she's been wearing the lenses the whole time. She didn't. She wasn't going to give them to Fatso. Yeah. She gives them to Scientist Lady, who's now a black chick with blue eyes, which seems very suspicious to me right there. Mm. I don't know if I'd let her through my checkpoint. She's like, you're a black chick with bright blue eyes. Are you maybe wearing some of those counterfeit contact lenses? Only person I trust less than you is a black dude with freckles. Mm, absolutely. When does that happen? Uh, Barb has an emotional goodbye with Boba because he's fucking uh, the sexy blonde girl this movie. Todd's hanging around because he's the fucking in the Claude Rains role right yeah, here. Yeah. Beat for beat, character for character. It is the ending of Casablanca, except the dialogue, not quite as crackling no. as we end here, as Boba Fett and the scientist lady fly away. And uh, Chief Todd says, I do believe in falling in love. And then she says, get in line. Not, not not quite. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, but uh, but lightning cracks, and then like there's some weird edits, and like she looks cool as lightning cracks behind her. Gun noises even happen, I think, and that's that's the ending of Barbed Wire. Hey Nate, what's up though? Cue up the Tommy Lee. Oh, is that music. Tommy Lee? Yeah, there was some '90s metal over the end credits. Fucking hell yeah! Got the boom and the boom and the boom and the. And I'm Good to the see that fucking Pam got her her guy a payday. I always love seeing that. It was cool. It was cool. What's gonna be cool is we take a break here and give our little vocal cords a rest. 
You listen to some coming attractions. What else are we going to be watching in this month of chick flicks? Oh, Barb Wire. I hope it's not now and then. It's going to answer Judgment Day. Should be a lot of five stars. A small-time detective, an amnesia victim with a dangerous past. You're an assassin working for the United States government. Now, the biggest case of his career could be the biggest mistake of his life. When we first met, you were all like, oh, fooey, I burned the darn muffins. Now, you go into a bar, sailors come running out. What up with that? Gina Davis. Honk if there's any trouble. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, so Miss Daisy, I be honking. The Long Kiss of Night, rated R, starts Friday, October 11th. You want to get through this? As the world fell, it was hard to know who was more crazy. Me or everyone else. Mad Max Fury Road. I thought you weren't insane anymore. May 15th. Marky Post, man, just... Still hurts a little. Yeah. Still hurts. Did you enjoy her work in anything uh, other than Night Court? Did did she have, did she have more she of had a career? A, <laughs> she had a short lived show oh, okay. with John Ritter. Ooh, he was famous at one after point. After Night Court from about I don't know. It was not eight early nineties because you said short lived. Three seasons, yeah. Eight, eight simple rules was a juggernaut. Uh it was one of Billy Bob Thornton's first big roles was on that show. Oh, that's yeah. embarrassing for him, probably. I bet during that era where he was dating he Angelina Jolie, he didn't like to bring that up. He wasn't embarrassed. He got to work with his best friend, John Ritter. I like that he and John Ritter were very good friends. Oh, wow. That's that's how he got the the role as the uh, mall manager in Bad Santa. He had, he had a Billy Bob connection going on there. Well, John Ritter was in the Sling Blades. That's true. Yeah. 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 Sling Blade. I forgot yeah. about that They're shit. They're good friends. These guys work together We're over and friends. over again. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. We can't think of two guys that seem more diametrically opposed for what I know about their personal lives. Mm, all right, Really about man. Thornton being a creep and everybody talking about how nice John Ritter was, is all what right, I'm saying. man. Mm-hmm. You and I are kind of like uh, Carl and John Ritter. Yeah, you know? that's right. I'm yeah. A- I, I think uh, you're more like the uh, racist country singer from that movie. Oh, Dwight Yoakam? Dwight, Dwight Yoakam. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said about Dwight me. Dwight Yoakam type. Thank you. Matt, Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet and we see what the listeners out there, the people, the real people, have to say yeah. about the movie yeah. that we've been talking about. Find a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. You know how I do it. I know how you do it. Find a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. We read them all. And you know how I do it. Think about it. I don't care about the people. Half pay attention to what I'm talking about. And then, you know. Mostly because I don't care about the people. Give our final judgment. Because not a people person. You're like like a barbed wire in that respect. I've always said that. People ask about you. I'm like, he's kind of got a barbed wire thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, my first one Ninja Star review. Okay. It's from an IMDb user. It's wrong, but go ahead. Varlam. Varlam. Mm-hmm. Sorry your girlfriend reads your posts, bro. I, fu- I feel like calling this mess a cartoon. 
But that term already applies to what's opera, Doc? Der Fuhrer's face, peace on earth, the sweater, and so many more. Okay. Maybe we need a new word. Barfoon, for example. What? Which would combine cartoon, buffoon, and barf. Or maybe crapoon. You can figure out the etymology for that one yourself. Neptune and crap? Do you remember Steve Railsback when he was in the Stuntman or Helter Skelter? Totally. Well, you'd better avoid this one then. Hang on to those happy memories. The pneumatic star of barbed wire who thrusts herself so protuberantly and tumescently into the camera (sighs) delivers her lines like a screenwriter's stenographer giving her readback. Flat. Unmodulated. Mostly free of airs. She is reputedly Canadian. If we gather together enough signatures, can someone's citizenship be revoked? Oh, edgy. One ninja star from famous internet intellectual and IMDb user Varlam. Varlam. $100 words for a $20 man. Knew that one was going to get under your skin. Yeah. A lot of NTC vocab builder words in there. This next person has a lot to say. They've got a lot of feelings about barbed wire. This is an IMDb user named Mazian. Mazian? Barlon to Mazian. What what, what, what fucking Star Trek dorks are these? Hollywood should officially apologize for this. Well, at least when the movie came up. Now barely anyone remembers it. It's not strange since this quote-unquote magical movie had achieved two unusual things. A. The comic book series on which the movie was based died shortly after the movie premiere. And B. The producers shortly after the premiere of this quote-unquote masterpiece officially announced that there won't be a sequel. That's bullshit. Wow. I don't remember anything similar in my life. Mm. Even Batman and Robin didn't kill the Batman comics. Yes, I know that is a much stronger franchise than Barbed Wire franchise. Mm-hmm. But B&R did have that strength to kill anything associated with it. And today we live in an era where even Alvin and the Chipmunks have sequels. That's true. This movie is based on a comic book I've never read or even heard of. Not that I regret it. Wait. Some comic books are hard to stand while you read them, and perhaps even unadaptable. Why is he lamenting the loss of the comic? Th- Go ahead. Spawn anyone? Ooh. I believe this is a perfect example. Melbosia. I have a theory that from time to time, Hollywood makes a movie that is such a compilation of everything bad in American cinema, style over substance, kitsch, stupidity, bad taste, cheap at heart, that it has a power of a nuclear bomb which destroys everything in its range. Melbosia. Barbed wire isn't really a movie made with bad taste. It's more like a movie made with no taste. The ideal symbol of no taste is the star of barbed wire itself, Pamela Anderson. Whoa. There is a scene here where she walks down a corridor. You see her breasts first. Almost only her breasts. You'll right. have to wait a few seconds before the rest of Anderson's body, including her face, will show up. Right. I mean, seriously. Those breasts are walking by themselves. Yeah. That's the point. I can't believe somebody so ugly was considered to be a sex symbol of the 90s. Oh, that's hate talk now. Maybe people deep down are very primitive like caveman. 
Sure, it's good when a woman has more big than small breasts, but not too big. Otherwise, she becomes a parody of herself. Anyway, now his body shame. Anderson what was considered dick. sexy, and someone thought what that dick. big boobs would be enough to make a movie of, wow. at least commercially successful movie. Oh, that's sexist. If you're a fan of Anderson's body, you will probably happy. If she wears tight clothes and you can see her boobs few times. As for her acting skills, well, she's better than Steven Seagal, but that's hardly oh. accomplishment. Whoa! Whoa! The movie is pretty much a remake of Casablanca. You can stop it. There. Only He's set gone. in a post-apocalyptic future. This guy's It's kind of interesting how you could take one of the best screenplays in the world and fuck everything that was perfect in the original movie. Except he wrote F and then four asterisks because he doesn't want to be one of those sleazeballs who curses on the IMDb. I guess that and what you get when you replace expensive. Bogart with boobs. Visually, this movie rips off Batman and Mad Max. There is no interesting character, and you couldn't care less what happens in the movie. A movie scene where half-naked woman kills a guy with stiletto pretty much defines what this whole movie is all about. Fun. While watching a bad movie, I often think a porn version of this movie would be much better. Funny thing. This guy's all over the map. I don't think that even as a porn movie, barbed wire would be watchable. One Ninja Star from IMDb user Mezune. This guy starts off the fucking review trying to be a quote unquote uh-huh. feminist uh-huh. in hopes that it'll get him pussy he just starts body then he turns into body shaming boobs chicks hate that then wants to watch pornos i was gonna say and then he outs himself for being that guy that buys porn oh, parodies over the map he hey, you guys see that uh you guys see that avengers porn parody with china because i own it oh, that's what he just told us I imagine that one was Pretty, pretty tough to watch. That's Imagine a, that green paint on her just a, smearing all over everything. That's a real film. Yeah, no, it, it, it gets all over Thor. Uh, some Somebody with more of a focused point of view is our Please, first thank five you. ninja star review. This one comes from a Rotten Tomatoes user named Peter T. A real man of genius. Go ahead. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Campy. Breasty. Ooh. More importantly, jam-packed with Backstage insights into how government and military hoard out corrupt totally. rat bastards totally. pull their dirty, heartless scams. True talk. This B-movie brings the double E jugs of seriously Whoa. scathing commentary on the skulking cowards behind the scenes of this mess mm-hmm. of militarized totalitarianism mm-hmm. and rips the band-aid mm-hmm. off. Some really great stunts in fight choreography as well. I knew it would be hated on, but was a little surprised to see how little the tomatoes respected it. Great stuff! Yeah. Five Ninja Stars from Rotten Tomatoes user, Peter T. I respect that, man. Uh, I got one more Five Ninja Star review here. Okay. This is from an Amazon user. Ooh, goes these are by the name S.E. Friendly Guy. Oh, that's so creepy. Let's see how this goes. That's so creepy. A woman fights for what she believes is owed. The movie starts in a strip bar where Pamela Anderson, barbed wire, works at the time. The world has been taken over by the resistance police. Yeah. Basically, the Germans. They do as they want, and they don't know for answer. Either give or tell them what they want, or you will be killed literally on the spot. Yeah. So it's stretch of the imagination. Everyone is scared of them. It's called the 2020s. But in this case, 
Barb Wired is her own women and is not scared of anyone, including the resistance. She left the strip bar, and with what money she made, she opened her own bar, Hammerhead. In her bar, no uh, stripping, uh, just music and parties. I don't think that's how... Uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. If someone does not like it, she will personally make sure they are dealt with. When the bar is low on money, she goes out and kills, or whatever it takes to make the money she needs. Later on, the resistance searches her bar and tears it to shreds. She lost everything. So she finds out what they are looking for, and without her knowing, it's in her bar, hidden under a table. Her blind brother knows about it, but yeah. he never tells her, and he loses his life because of it. Uh-huh. Once Barbed Wire finds out, there is hell to pay. Anyway, she gets what is being looked for, and she makes yeah. a deal with Fat Boy. Yeah. And they eventually meet, and he does the wrong thing. Uh-oh. And all hail breaks lose Barbed Wire included. Oh, yeah. You have to watch to see what really happens and how it turned out. Lots of gunfights and some nudity in the first of the show. Some nudity. Very well told and believable stunts in the movie you must watch. Mm-hmm. Five Ninja Stars from Amazon user SE Friendly Guy. That was pretty good. What do you think that SE stands for? Uh, friendly Guy. Sex Education Friendly Guy. Oh, oh, he's a high school teacher. I get, yeah. I get what's going on yeah. here. He's good. Oh, you can rap with him. He's approachable slovenian high school sex ed teacher friendly guy yeah matt we've heard all the hot takes out up there on the internet yeah now i want to hear your considered take your official fucking uh word on how we're supposed to think about this movie lay it on us what are your final thoughts and ninja star rating for barbed wire nate this is a bad movie wow just gonna come out against it like that huh? it's a bad right movie Right on the gate. But wow. we like bad movies. Oh! Oh, this is maybe We like up. bad movies. It's like... What's it like? It's like what we all wanted Tank Girl to really be. Oh, man. You know? I had high hopes for Tank Girl when that Speaking thing was coming out. weird comic and then it books was that got Weird movies. in all the not-sexy ways. Yeah, no. This one... Weird in all the sexy ways. Went for the sexy. And, uh... Man, it's... It's a mess. Mm. There's scenes that just kind of end mm. as if the movie just ended yeah and then they just restart next without one's, acknowledging one's probably got some tits in it though bring well, it right back well, into it it's got tits though yeah mm. it's plenty of them mm. and it's got udo cure oh yeah it, yeah it does and that automatically makes your in a wig movie for one scene lean towards good i agree as opposed to bad it's a menacing little presence pam anderson is so terrible in this movie and I can't imagine anybody else being in this movie. Mm. Like if they like, I could see Hollywood being like, "Let's make this movie legit," but we'll do oh like Charlize Theron. They did a instead. reboot right now. Yeah, I was gonna say like, like who would they fucking legit. get? Charlize is too old. Who is the person? Well, she's in right all those now, like fucking, fucking femme like you know. It would be somebody movies. who wasn't even juggy though. It would That's just be true. like like when they remade yeah. fucking uh, oh. Tomb Raider oh. and they got that. Uh, Alicia Vikander with the fucking that movie mosquito was bites. Good though. Yeah, I like that girl. Yeah, She's yeah, very hot. Yeah. But you get fucking mosquito bites to they play should, the character hey, who's only hey. famous because her boobs bounce in the video game. I'm gonna say something crazy here, and oh, you're gonna agree with me. Crazy, full. crazy. Oh, uh, Come here, baby. For you, baby. What's remake? barbed wire but we get that thora birch or whatever her name is <laughs> she's gotta be like 45 oh no not her who's the young slut from the disney channel that we like yeah <laughs> you're the only one who watches yeah. the disney channel oh, here yeah she was in the 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 fucking uh babysitter movie and she's in that 
the oh. movie where she fights Mickey Rourke. I know who you're talking Bella about. Thorne. Bella Thorne. Ooh. Could do very well in Ooh. this role. Yeah. I think selfishly, I'm just going to try to get Kat Dennings in it. Oh, that's fine, too. <laughs> Either way, this movie's got a base level of enjoyment to it. Mm. I don't know what it was. Does it Maybe ever. it was the 98 minutes. Uh, again, I know it's flawed. I hated it as a kid. It was because it was just boring, bad. Mm. And there, even though there was nudity, Sound I like still a wasn't entertained. Lame kid to me, and I was expecting to hate having to watch this, but I did not. And I'm gonna give it two and a half two ninja stars. Two and a half ninja stars. But it's a good two and a half ninja Leaning stars. Leaning towards three. Leaning yes. towards yes. three. Yeah, it's like a two point seven. Wow, Matt. Yeah, uh, I gotta say I'm in complete agreement with you for the second week in a row. Woo! I'm also at two and a half ninja stars. Yeah, you say this movie's got something enjoyable about it. It's because it just blatantly wholesale rips off everything cool from every movie you've ever seen yeah. and crams it all into one movie that takes place in an awesome world. That's every twelve year old boy's awesome fantasy right. of what the coolest world in the fucking uh, the future ever could be. Right. It's, it's got it everything going for it. Does it all terribly. Guns, explosions, out of control fucking bars, boobies, fucking everybody looks like a Playboy model. It's like a less boring Johnny Mnemonic with more tits. It's also got a bunch of cool fucking good character actors yeah. fleshing out the side characters, which is more than you would imagine this movie would have going for Fair. it. For fucking sure. Flashes some nip here and there. Like, it was never going to make its money back. It was a bad idea. Yeah. They should have not had such big fucking uh, tits? action scenarios. Oh, okay. No, the big yeah, yeah, tits yeah. are cheap, man. Dime yeah. a dozen. You can get as many big tits as you can in it. That's why this should have been a Spike TV series yeah. and not a big budget movie. This should have yeah. been a low rent fucking Hercules fucking level fucking uh, cable TV show. Yeah. And we'd all be looking back on it fondly. Still at two and a half ninja stars, though, because while not a good movie, very entertaining movie to watch. Yep. Pam Anderson, she's a fucking turbo babe, man. Yeah, she is, man. Turbo babe, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, so that does it for our views on Barbed Wire, but yeah. it does not do it for our month of chick flicks. No? Moving forward, we got some more work to do, man. Better not be now. We got then. some more work going out in front of us. Uh, it's a league of their own. I like that. Oh, you're 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 close to it. This we got some Gina Davis coming up next week. Playground. It's uh her big turn. Can we make Gina Davis her face is so big into an action star? That was the question Rennie Harlan was uh, posing. Oh no! When he teamed up with uh, Shane Black. I think that was the creative. Oh this fucking geez. movie. I haven't looked at it in a while. Samuel L. Jackson, when he was just starting to pop off as somebody who could sell a fucking movie, next week we're coming back and we're watching A Long Kiss Goodnight. It's going to be a first watching for this guy. Ain't going to be no ham on rye, but tell us what it is going to be. I don't imagine anything less than three stars. Join us next week if I don't kill myself by putting this plastic oh, bag Rock. over my he head right Matt. now. He's got a plastic bag over his head. I'm just going to kill myself. This is it. This is it, Nate. We'll be back next week. Baby on blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart.
count. Call me babe.